Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to episode 40 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 31st of May and I'm Nick, your host, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam. Today joining me on the show is... Hi, I'm Jansen and on Steam I'm Jay himself. And hi, I am Tim and on Steam I am Timmy604. Timmy yeah. like in a South Park, Timmy. 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 Every single podcast we have to say that now, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is going to be, that's Timmy. Yeah, <laughs> everybody else probably Googles it like a T I double M Y. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's E H though, isn't it? Yeah, E H double M E H. Cool. <laughs> right, um, any questions you've got? We've had absolutely loads of questions this month. It's going to be the second half of the podcast is going to be amazing. It's going to be massive, and I think this is down to the Facebook group. Basically, the Facebook group has been having uh, lots of people having discussions, which has then brought people to ask questions about the discussion. So. Yeah, Facebook, join that Extreme PC UK podcast. It's a page. Yeah, put your questions on there. Get involved in our discussions. Um, we also have a Steam group, Extreme PC UK. On there, you can get involved with games. Add us. We're like more than happy to add us. Get our names from the beginning of the podcast. Add us on there. We'll play some games together. And Instagram. And on the Instagram, we'll be having loads of new stuff going on there this month. So check that out. That's got all our latest works and actual mods and stuff we've done. We've been putting TVs into all sorts of random things recently. So, uh Check that out. One of the things I did want to get onto before we actually get into anything else is we normally say we've got a team speak, which we have got a team speak at the moment, but we're sort of swaying towards getting a Discord because so many people are on Discord now that we think it might just be the way to go. So if you've got a Discord, go to the server Extreme PC UK, all in one word, and we'll assign you on there. And to be fair, we're not used to Discord yet, so we're still getting like the idea of how it's working, the rooms, and who's watching, and the way the talking's going on in the chat rooms and stuff. So get on there, yeah, and if you've got any ideas or anything like that, you're more than, like, you're more than welcome to let us know, and uh, we'll go from there with a the Discord. But yeah, if we get enough people on there, like we can get partners, and then we can do a lot of more stuff to it. So any of you are on Discord, please go on there, add yourself to the Extreme PC UK server, and we'll go from there. Next up. PremierComputerFairs.co.uk. They're the guys who always go to the shows all around the country. We're not going to be going to another one this week, but there's going to be one in Stoke-on-Trent on Sunday the 4th of June. So just go to their website, PremierComputerFairs.co.uk. Check that out. And, uh, yeah, right. What I've done is, before we move on, I've moved the iTunes reviews to the beginning of the podcast because I think it's better suited there. do you think, boys? Yeah. Because it's good obviously, to have a bit of change as well. Yeah, because obviously, as well, the podcasts get read out at the end. A lot of people probably don't even make it to the end after listening to your dull voice, Jansen. <laughs> um, <laughs> after the tumbleweeds have passed by. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the tumbleweed goes by, and then there's a, an iTunes review at the end. So, yeah, <laughs> so we've moved the iTunes reviews to the beginning. So that way, like, people can hear their, their reviews before having to, like, forward. Because I've done it before where I put a review, review on someone else's podcast, and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't like this game, so I fast forward a little bit, and you know, it's just long. So, yeah, iTunes reviews are here at the beginning. So let's get into them first. We got two iTunes reviews this month, which is pretty good. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really good. So, uh, yeah, cheers for them. First one is it says five stars, and it's by Gavin, and it says uh, best UK gaming podcast, which is always a great title to have. So, uh, very impressive. <laughs> Blow our own trumpets. <laughs> uh, he says awesome podcast. Great group of guys who really know their stuff. I've been out of the PC building and gaming scene for 15 years, and boy, have things changed. Which, yeah, that's true. Lots of, and it's still changing. It's going like rapid now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, we're going to be talking about an i9 in a minute, which is absolutely mad. Yeah, he says, 
listening to a few episodes has really helped me get up to speed with uh, the PC gaming scene. I've submitted a question about gaming builds, and uh, they have discussed it on the very next show, which was last month. So you can go back and check that out. Even if I did split the team's opinions for adding a DVD drive. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Great show, guys. Keep up the episodes coming. And uh, that's from Gavin. And he was talking, he was referring to uh, you lot arguing over a DVD drive. I remember, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually Obsolete forgot about technology. that. Yeah, I forgot about that until it came up. Well, you can say what you want now. Hands ain't here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hands is the old man of the group, so uh, we'll let him have that one. He still backups on floppy disks, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he probably still plugs his monitor in with a serial port. <laughs> <laughs> he waits until he comes back next month. He'll be like, what? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right, for the second iTunes review, it's by, uh, let me try and get this right, Chuck ZX543, and he just says basically, so London, so South, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, take, I'm from West London. a compliment. I'm from West London. Yeah, but, well, um, both of us, but... I have got that sort of accent. Like, I think that's why a lot of people listen to us, because we're not your normal podcast people, are we, really? <laughs> no. Like, if you knew my background, you'd be like, what? what's he doing on there? <laughs> and Jansen, he's the total opposite. You probably think that Jansen's proper geeky, he sounds very monotone and technical. He's a party animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, not even joking. No, Trust me, wrong. he cut some rug. Got some rock. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, anyway, he goes on to say, great combination of PC gaming and hardware chat. Friendly, funny, and very generous with their time. Well, thanks a lot for that. And that was yep. from uh, Chuck's ZX543. Cheers for that. Much appreciated. Anyone's got any iTunes views they don't mind putting on there, put one. Get us up the charts. On actual iTunes, we've gone really high. We're on what's hot. I think we're in 45th place on one of them. Hey Nick, charts. hey, Nick, is it still the same that you can only see the reviews from the UK and then you have to log in? Yeah, with it? iTunes yeah? is really weird like that. Like, whatever country you're in, you can see the reviews just from that country. You have to go to a specific site and yeah. hand knows it. I don't know what it is, but it lists every single country and then okay. you have to go into each country and then look through what you are rated at in that country, which is a bit long. Um, there is a program I've got which tells me everybody around the world that's done an iTunes review from which country, but it's normally about a month late, so we have to backtrack on it. Okay. So, okay, so okay. if we do miss one, it will get yeah. captured on there, but it will probably be a little later than when you did it, So, but we'll get it in the end. And if you don't ever get one through, text us saying, what is going on? <laughs> and yeah. I'll blame someone else. Yeah, and if you <laughs> want to like just resend your review on Facebook or something like that, if you're not in the UK, then you know we'll definitely get it and we'll definitely read it out. Yeah, because yeah, they, they are they are pretty funny, like the way, the way it works. It's like a really twisted way of doing it. Yeah. You know? Right, let's move on to our news anyway. My news, first of all, like I want to say to people is I've been doing a lot of streaming recently. And do you know what, Tim, we've been getting right into it, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, I, I've, yeah. I've now set up like Twitch points and stuff. So now if you come to my stream, which is just Extreme PC UK, you can win all sorts of stuff. So the longer you watch, every time you watch for one minute, you get one point. If you get so many points, you can, we're doing mug giveaways, custom like printed mouse mats, T-shirts. I think our highest price is something like you can actually become a guest on the podcast one month. So if any of you are out there and you're interested in getting onto the podcast or anything like that, you're interested in, in spending time with us, playing games, getting a shout-out even on the podcast, 
you can do that all from by just watching our stream. Another thing that we've got is if any of you stream labs, you can uh, go to that, and we've got a guild on there now, and there's so many spaces on there. So if you what do is, stream, uh, stream labs, stream labs is basically the program which runs all of your pop-ups on stream. You know, like when you get you've got a new following, you've got this, yeah, you've yeah. got that. Stream labs does all that, does all your notifications and stuff. So if you are a streamer and you've got stream labs and you know you know what that is then you can go on there, go on guilds, and you can join in with us. Also, you can just go onto your Twitch, your general Twitch dashboard, and you've got communities, put in Extreme PC UK in one word net, and you also stream with us. But with the thing, the good thing, like, Tim, about the um, stream labs with the guilds is it will get, say I've got a majority of, like, say I've got, like, four viewers every day. Every time mm -hmm. I go on, I've got an average of four viewers. When you join that guild, if you've got four viewers as well, then it adds us together and does eight viewers, and it shows one stream to another. So it helps. If we get someone that's got a 1,000 viewers per hour or something, then it helps everybody out in the guild. Cool. It's, it's, isn't it like a little bit like auto-hosting on Twitch then? It's Something a bit like, like that. that. It doesn't host you. I don't know how it works, to be honest. Hmm. But they, I have to look into this. It recommends you to other people sort of thing. It's a, it's a weird setup, but if you are out there, and I was going to say, we're looking to get more streamers that play with us. So when we play games and stuff, like we've been doing it on Battlegrounds quite a lot where we'll get all four streams set up, four players in a team, and we'll do a stream that multi-twitch where someone can click one button and they can watch all four streams of the four players in different cameras all on one screen, which is really nice. Yep. Now, if you are a streamer and you want to, or, or even if you're not a streamer and you'd like to get into streaming, we're more than happy to help you set up your stream with you help you do some overlays and stuff like that, set up your Twitch alerts. We'll help you get all set up, and then you can play stream with us at the same time. As long as your processor and graphics cards are suitable, you know, we're more than happy. Just get in touch with us on our normal email, which is uh, extremepcuk at gmail.com. And, yeah, we'll go from there. We'll help you get set up. Because we want to. I want to try and get a group of us, which are all streamers, which are on regular, you know? Yeah, it would be well good. One question I have about this: uh, these items that you can win with uh, points on your stream. Yeah. I, I heard it from somebody on your stream. I think he asked, "Do you also s uh, ship to the U.S. or overseas?" Well, that the way it works is some of the items are not real items, so it'll be like shout-outs. If yeah. I'm playing a game like XCOM, so many points can get you. You just click. What you'll do is you'll go on a link, and that will take you to the store. Let's say, for instance, the, the the custom mouse mats or the custom mugs. Because they would look well nice, yeah. actually. Yeah, because you've got an extreme PC UK one so many points, but then I think for an extra 1,000 points, it's going to be a custom one. So you can give me your yep. design, or you can give me an idea, and I'll design it and send it out to you. Nice. Um, you, you also which, will you ship that worldwide? I will ship them, them worldwide. The only thing that we've got on there which says only UK is the mugs, because they're bulky. Mm -hmm. Obviously, yeah, they're yeah. much more to ship out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah, if someone nice. on the podcast wants one sent out, we're more than happy to send one. You just have to cover the shipping cost if that's what they wanted. But otherwise, we would say no. But the mouse mats, they're like a letter. Yeah, you know, yeah. The T-shirts can fold up flat and go in an envelope. So stuff Ooh. like that. But yeah, it ranges from minor things. Like I said, XCOM, if I was playing that, you can actually have your own character in game where <laughs> yeah, you click the button, I'll get a big pop-up notification <laughs> on my stream saying blah, 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 such and such as that wants a character design, then you'll contact me. It will give you the details of what you want. I'll get onto TeamSpeak with you or a message or whatever, and then we'll design the character on my stream, and then you can just watch that character play out. That's just one of the ideas, but it ranges from, like, the free stuff that you can earn is mouse mats, which are Extreme Peace UK and custom ones, and you've got 
mugs which are extreme PC UK and then you've got a custom one that you can do totally custom and then the biggest thing like I said is uh, actually being on the podcast like live podcast on iTunes recording with us coming on as a guest talking about your games that month talking about your news stuff like that and um, it is it is the highest one for the longest amount of viewing but if that's one way you'd like to get into it and you're interested you know by the time you've been on our stream for that long we'll know you a bit better so yeah it's pretty cool and you but, yeah. can gamble with your points so yeah you can gamble points as well so <laughs> if you've got a thousand points you can use them to put into a gambling machine and see if you win more or you can lose them there's a lot more stuff on there like there's like pyramid triangles that you can do with like them emojis and stuff like that there's a lot of stuff on there which if you go to the store you'll see but all you got to do is basically go onto my twitch give me a follow it's just extreme pc uk search that on twitch give us a follow tim what's your one yours is uh timmy but then with an underscore and then 604 timmy underscore 604 so t-i-m-m-e-h underscore 604 give him a follow as well come on and just yeah get involved with us on there the more people that are on there with the bigger we'll get the more stuff we'll do you know the more stuff we'll put on so it's just like a little outlet separate for the podcast which we're going to sort of go down that road yeah and you can check out uh nick's mate larry on his camera oh no he's not on there i got Mm -hmm. my camera broke yes really so i got a new camera and with the new camera, it's zoomed in more. Ah. But I have got a green screen coming next week, so that I'll have uh, just an outlay of me rather than having all my background of computers and pieces of computers mm. everywhere. Proper streamer, eh? Going yeah, pro. Proper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to sort of get a group of us together that do it together. Yeah, it's you nice know? watching you. Also today, yeah. when I was at work, I saw that you were on. I just watched you a little bit. Pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, no, it is cool. Yeah, you can give us a notification as well. Like You can tick a box after you follow us. And it will just give you an email every time we go live. So, you, And what we've been doing is like we're sitting in the cardboard, just put it on. And because I'm uh, affiliated with them now, you can change your stream level. So when you watch, it used to be like at 720. So if you're watching on a mobile phone, it would get buffering all the time. But now you can set it to auto through my stream, which a lot of people don't have. So it will downscale the stream to whatever your phone can handle at that time. So you can still watch, which is a good, nice, nice little touch. I have yeah. to say, I never have buffering on my phone, whatever quality I, I watch. No, yeah, I yeah, yeah because you're watching top streamers. Oh, yeah. Do you know what it probably is with me? I'm on my phone, but I'm at home, and I'm using yeah. the Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, because what, what would happen with my stream before would, if someone watched on their phone, and they're out in the countryside somewhere, they would not be able to download 720 video quick enough to watch it as I'm putting it out. Yeah. So they'd get buffering constantly. But now... Because if you're affiliated or your partner, they will let you have a, a thing which lets you choose your scale. So you can do 720, you can do like whatever it is, or you can just do auto and it will downscale it to whatever's smooth, mm-hmm. which is really, really That's nice. That's nice. You should print out some 3D uh, fidget spinners, Jansen, for give outs <laughs> on your screen. I hate Nick. fidget spinners, man. Yeah, yeah, but the world loves it, so. <laughs> I, just, I just hate them. <laughs> They're just, like, my kids want them. And I'm like, if I see one in my house, it will be spinning out the oh, window. Oh, you're such a hater. <laughs> you're such a hater. It, I'm, you know I'm, with him. I'm with him on this one. My whole life, I've always hate when something becomes popular, it's just crap. And everybody buys it because everybody's got one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and every I corner understand. shop you go to, they're yeah, selling them in there for, like, a yeah, quid. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like the yo-yos. Remember back in the day, the, the yo-yos, the Coca-Cola yeah. yo-yos. Yeah. And there's a Pepsi <laughs> oh, one, yeah, the 7-Up, yeah. and everybody wanted them. I'm like, sod the yo-yo, chuck it. <laughs> do you know what I mean though it's like Cam- the thing is, Camagot it's... cheese and then it was like them pog things it's yeah. just a sign that you're getting old eh? 
maybe but it is. The thing for me is that when kids get into something like this, but for the wrong reasons, they're doing it because everyone's doing it. That's right. Well, it was designed for people with like uh, attention deficit disorder. And yeah, like, it really it, also helps for that, I think. Yeah, it, it obviously works for that. And then all these kids are like, well, I want one now because he's got one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's always but like a hype. It's a, a, my nephew's got one, but he, he doesn't really know what to do with it. So he's just put it on the table, flicks it, and it spins around. And I was like, what's it for? Well, no, you just spin it. Yeah, the funniest thing that I think about these things is, yeah, is how kids don't want one. They want 50. So yeah, they've, got, they've got 10 in 10 different colours. Like, there's yeah. another one over there. I'll get that one as well. And then they've just got like, loads of them. There's it's kids like collection, loads of them. Collection. Yeah, that's what it's like. They bring them out. I've, I've got this green one. I've got a metal one. Yeah. But I've you also had, wooden one. We had it with marbles. There's never going to be no shortage of bearings. Marble. You had an old marble bag. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah, marble, marbles over here. You, you can't do that in school old. anymore without wearing goggles and conkers. <laughs> <laughs> pathetic. Absolutely yeah. pathetic. Do you know what? You know you know you play conkers. You must play conkers over there. I have no idea what, what that is. Conkers? What it is over here, tradition, we used to play. I don't know if it's from England or what, but we used to play it a lot. You get conkers, no conker tree. No. A coconut. What? A conk? What is a conker? It's like How a do you spell it? Oh my yeah. god, take him yeah. away someone. He doesn't know what a conker is. Yeah, but he's probably got it in his country under a different name. Uh, spell it's, it. It's, a, uh, it's the seed for a tree and it's like a, um, a It comes in a green seed. spiky thing. Yeah, and it, when it falls off the tree, it's got green spiky shell. You take oh, that off, and it's yeah. a brown yeah, hard yeah. seed in the middle. I have, yeah, C O N K E R. How? What do you call it? Very good question, actually. <laughs> These Belgians ain't even got names for things yet. Yeah, we have for this. They haven't got that tree yet. Yeah, they haven't got that tree. <laughs> they haven't got enough XP for that tree yet. <laughs> <laughs> Castagne. <laughs> That's the word, castagne, castagne, K-A-S-T-A-N. I can't say that, like castagne, castagne. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, back to what it is. Yeah, you'd go around at the time of the year when these are falling off the trees, or, or like a month before, everyone going nuts about them. They're knocking them out of the tree. They, mm-hmm. you, you wanted to get the hardest one. Basically, what you do is you put a hole through the middle with a screwdriver or something, yeah? Yeah. and then you get a shoelace, put that through your tie knot, so yeah. it hangs on the shoelace. And then what you do is you take it in turns. Like, I'll go up to Jansen and say, come on, Jansen, I'll give you a game of Conkers, mate, yeah? He gets his Conker out, his biggest one. I get my biggest one out, yeah? <laughs> what? Yeah? Never Put it on the shoelace whilst giving evils to each other. And then the battle begins. I take my swing at his one, yeah? So and I then... hold it out at arm's length. Okay. And let it, let it dangle on the string. I yeah. understand. And, and, and Yeah, yeah, you have to try yeah. and smash it. Yeah, yeah. whoever's last. But nice. the thing got so extreme over here that kids were like leaving their conkers. There's all sorts of rumors like leave it in vinegar for the night. It'll be extra hard by the morning. <laughs> yeah, someone else bake it like, in the oven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> put it in the freezer. Yeah, try all these different things. Yeah, to make this work. And uh, yeah, conkers nowadays. <laughs> health and safety over here is so bad that if you want to play conkers in school, you have to put goggles on. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I swear to you. Marbles. Marbles is a big no-no. Yeah, <laughs> you're not even allowed to play them with glasses on. Oh my god, it's proper strict over here. Like health and safety's gone mad. I didn't know that. What's the world come to when you can't even play conkers anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
I once had these marbles that, that, that weren't actually marbles. It was just from in a plant, from from in a plant vase, like these little round glass oh, thingies. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I took them to school and I said, everybody, these were Chinese marbles, you know, and they were worth well lot and I got yeah. all the best marbles. Then. I just traded them in for all the good ones. Really? <laughs> Do you know what used to wind me up? Like, you'd be playing marbles, yeah? And then someone would pull a uh, ball bearing out, wouldn't they, yeah? Yeah. And they'd be like, granddad, 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 granddad. And yeah. you'd be like, what? And, but the thing is, what really wound me up, they'd call it a ball bearing. Yeah. Ball I've got a ball bearing. No, you haven't. You've got a... <laughs> No, you haven't. Uh, and you like, is, there would be a marble like... on the grass, like a granddad size one, or even a granddad, granddad. That'd be on the grass. <laughs> And you'd throw this like bearing at it, bosh! It'd smash it straight into the mud. Like, yeah. I've won as a big chunk off of it. Or if you're playing on the concrete, it would just smash that yeah. uh, marble in half. You've just got bits of glass going everywhere. Yeah, you've lost. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get back to this. We're talking about bloody school days. But I was just about to say, do you reckon there is like some underground conquer competitions going on in some like dodgy schools? <laughs> yeah, meet you in the back of the toilets. Yeah. 2v1 conquers. Yeah, the shut door networks and shit. Yeah. Some? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on. That's enough about conquers and marbles. Sounds wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> right, let's get on to my first bit of news. Have you heard about the i9 Extreme processor? Yeah. Yes. What do you think about it? I need money. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of money. This processor is crazy. Like AMD brought out their top one, which I think has got 16 cores. I don't really know a lot about it because I don't really use AMD. Yeah. But thread, thread Ripper or something? Yeah, the yeah. Fred Ripper. Yeah. Fred Ripper. That sounds like it's like a maniac. And then these lot have just come out and brought something out to squash it, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out of order, isn't it? Hey, but the prices are so well, well expensive. Eh? Yeah, well, yeah. The top one the... is $2,000. Yeah. yeah. I've got the spec of it here. That, yeah, it's an i9 7980XE, the top of the range one. It's got 18 cores and 36 threads. It also mad. uses 165 watts. But even that's small compared yeah. to what like used to be used. Yeah, an i5 one uses around 112, I see here. Yeah, it's madness. Yeah. Clock speeds ain't out there, actual yeah. proper clock speeds yet. The normal i9 to... version, which isn't the top range, which is just 7900X, that's clocked at like 3.3, so it's, cause surely it's going to be 3.5 or above, isn't it, really? Yeah, it says here 3.3 or 3.4 or 3.5, something like that. Yeah, and but that's a thousand dollars. This one. That in 18 cores and 36 threads—that's mad. That's mad. I've got a 5820K, and it makes that look like a little kid's but processor now, doesn't it? Who needs makes that? It, actually? Makes it look like a fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> but who needs so many cores? Can you actually use that in games? Are there any no. games yet? Well, no, it's not really for um, gaming. It's for extreme, like when you're using like proper like. Or is it AutoCAD or whatever people mm-hmm, use? They're mm-hmm. rendering and all that. Yeah, 3D modeling and everything. Yeah, it's for that. But the thing is, it would be used for even more than that. It's like everything now is getting into all the artificial intelligence and the deep learning. Yeah. That's the what they're going to be. Yeah, they're going to be using it on like supercomputers. It's, it's not really designed for your home PC. I don't know, because if you also think about this, also the, the game developers will have access to this now and they will also develop their games on a, an i9 oh. with 18 cores, so they will also take advantage of this somehow in, well, in this the future, the I think. Games yeah, at the moment, for I a long time. I think that's the distant future. I don't yeah, yeah. Think yeah. In, true, true. in the next couple of years, yeah. you're you know not really going to have a game running on like 18 cores. Now, this is what I'm about to say. 
if you look over the last like so many years, you know, everybody has been, we've been talking about moving from four cores to eight cores because games would only use four cores. But like now you've got like these six cores, eight cores, 12 cores. And some games are using more cores and are allowed to use them, but not many. 18 cores, that's just like crazy cores. You know, yeah. this is like, later on, we've got questions about dream builds and stuff like that. Now, this is the sort of area you'd be looking in, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just to say, look what I got. Yeah. I just pulled up. I just pulled up the Ferrari of computers. I can but, yeah. pull up my word in a microsecond. But if you notice, have you seen, have you seen the boxes? Because there's a whole range of processors coming out. There's a whole new range from i5s to this yep. i9. Yeah, I have it here. i5, um, i7s, i9s. But yeah, the socket type for these is there's a new chipset coming out, X299. So that'll be something for us to look at as well. It's basically like mine's an X99, isn't it? So yeah. it's the newer version of like the big boy professional wars, basically. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's something. Do you know what? It's something that if I had if I had someone come up to me and say I want a top end build, I, I would say to them, you know, if you want to you want a showstopper, there's your processor. You know, mm -hmm. that's got no looks or anything about it. But just telling someone that's in that computer, they're going to be like, whoa. Yeah. You know, you're going to do two grand on your computer. Before even getting everything else, but as well, it's benchmarkers. They'll get yeah. this and they'll just like ramp it up on like liquid nitrogen or Steroids. liquid helium, and it will just break all the benchmarking records. Yeah, making any anyone that's on like a mid to top range computer just be like left at the bottom of the pack again. Yeah, I might be actually in the market for buying a new PC, a gaming PC, because I'm stuck with this laptop here. It does the job, but yeah, it could be better. Well, what you would you say then? What would you say then? Just wait till the i9 is out and then buy an i7 because I don't have the the big budget here. I'm trying. Yeah, well, to... what you got to remember is these normally go up by like twenty percent each time, and you've got like the sixty-seven, the six-six hundred, and then you have the seventy-six hundreds, and then or the seventy-seven hundreds, mm -hmm. but like mm -hmm. the two different Skylakes, you know, mm -hmm. the Z one seventy, Z two seventy. If you're gonna build a new computer, you might as well wait to get this. Because it's going to be so much more powerful for the same sort of price range. But I also, hope... when this comes out, the older ones, the top that the top now will also drop in price range. Yeah. No? Maybe yeah. then it, it's it's wise to then just buy the top the top what's out now. Mm, the way I always see cheaper? it is no, history only repeats itself. I've said this to so many people. So even if you're thinking, yeah, I'll get that one because it's going to be cheaper in a month's time, this one will probably be the same. It's like we've said about Xboxes and stuff. History just repeats itself. So it would be a twenty percent increase for the same price. The, so if you went bottom end chip and it was one hundred fifty pound for whatever, mm -hmm. this one will come out and it will be one hundred fifty pound for whatever. It will just be a couple of months later. Okay. So you're best off waiting for that time to come and then grabbing that one rather than yeah. going for the older one because you're just going to be out of date a year before you needed to be. Have they actually said when they were coming out with this? I haven't got any dates at the moment. I just know there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of people talking about these cores and yeah, because it, it's, it's only really just been announced. Yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah. think they're really putting out any dates yet. True. Yeah. But nine new processors. Processors they have nine. Yeah. It will. It will be 2017 on, uh, on here. It, from what I can see, it hasn't got any dates. It just says 2017 Skylake X. Mm. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. We'll see. But it'd be Exciting. interesting. It will be interesting to see uh, what they come up with and how the new computers work. I, I always love the first time I do a new build with the new, latest motherboard and processor, just to 
because you switch it on, you get it all up and running, and then it's just like just seeing that difference, you know? Yeah. Pretty cool. But yeah, that's um pretty much my news for today. What news have you guys got? Uh, no news this month. So you're same as normal then. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We got a big podcast anyway, so there's yeah. plenty to talk about. Tim, what's your news, Tim? Eh? Yes. Have you guys seen the new trailer from Far Cry Five? Yes. Yeah. Now I knew someone was going to bring this up at some point. That looks well nice. I knew they would, yeah. but mate, I've got a problem. Well, I still haven't finished Far Cry Four. <laughs> I'm still stuck on that bridge. I haven't stuck played on. any Far Cry's. I well, played the first and Primal. First one was rubbish. It was <laughs> yeah. well linear. It was not worth even getting. Second one was rubbish. Third one was really good, where it was open world and you was hunting animals and unlocking weapons and skins and stuff. And then Far Cry 4 came out. It was pretty similar, but that was up in the mountains. That was really, really good. Um, didn't get to finish that. I got stuck somewhere. But then I wanted to carry on with Primal, but this is my problem. I haven't played Primal, so I don't really know where to head with Far Cry 5. No, I think it's something totally different. I, Primal I know is, it's... is before Christ, and it's the same map as 4. Far Cry 4, it's exactly the same map. Just, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, the map design is the same. Like the areas, just different uh, textures and, and a different look to it. But this one will be in Montana. In the yeah, US. they brought this whole, like, whole American yeah, and it like, be... country vibe, haven't they? Oh, yeah, one indeed. That, one that you missed out was uh, Blood Dragon. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, I, I, that's actually one that I did play. Uh, yeah, Blood Dragon and... was an add-on. Yeah, well, it wasn't an add-on. It was kind of a spin-off. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, this yeah, one I looks think... a little bit like GTA, actually. When you go, when, yeah, when like um, Blood Dragon world, when Blood Dragon came out, I was all up for that and I loved it. I got it and I started playing it and I was like, they've tried to go back to the eighties and they've done a really bad job. Yeah. Well, that, that's exactly what I thought. They've like, every film this... sort of vibe was in there, but it was like, mm, it just got annoying. I had it for free on a Ubisoft, but you uh, play, but I never ever uh, installed yeah, I it, think actually. It was a tutorial that was in the actual that, that Blood Dragon. I didn't like it, and I sort of just thought, nah, I can't be bothered, I ain't got time to waste on you. What did yeah. you think of the new trailer, then? The new trailer, I actually thought, yeah, it does look really good, and I know how good Far Cry's are, the recent ones. Like Far Cry 3, I loved it. Going around with fire and arrow, sneaking up on people, taking pop shots. It reminds me of Wasteland. You know, Tom Clancy's Wasteland. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I love that sort of feel. I can continue playing them games because I enjoy the hunting. I enjoy hunting animals and making things and collecting things. And Far Cry 4 has done exactly the same thing, so I really like that. And Primal, I'm assuming, like going back to the old Stone Ages or whatever, it yeah. would have been really good. But like I said, I haven't played it yet, but I want to play it. So... This game's come out before I got a chance. Or I played it's been it through, designed. halfway through Primal and then I was like, mm, do I really want to invest my time more in this game? Or, I've seen it now. Really? But, yeah, but yeah, it's it's cool to see, you know. It's, it's, but, Pretty yeah. old ones. It's like I have a problem is... with when opening the map and I see 100,000 icons and I, <laughs> I have this is OCD where I want to go get them all and then it becomes too boring. I should just yeah, see, I love that. The, yeah, I will stay in an area and pick out every little part until that area's done. Like, like on um, Ghost Recon Wildlands, yeah. I'm actually I've I've done most of the people, but in each area I've collected every single thing, and I've got a little story for you as well. How funny is this? My kid, he's six, shouldn't be playing Wildlands really, because he's six. <laughs> yeah, but he's been told that all the guns are Nerf guns. He believes <laughs> they're all Nerf guns, and uh, 
yeah, I've been playing it and playing co-op with him. I'm halfway through the game. Half of my people are already redded out. They're all cleaned up. So he comes up to me uh, two days ago. Daddy, daddy. Because I've been working a week. I haven't seen him. He's like, I've been playing because I've been off school. I've been playing. I want you to come and see how far I've been. Now, for the last month, they just run around, shoot things, and just don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for somewhere, ding, all of a sudden, he knows what he's doing. He comes up to me, Daddy, <laughs> look at my game. Do you want to play with me? I get in there. I said, look, zoom out of the map. You'll see which areas we need to kill the people in and go and get them and stuff, and we'll do it together. So zooms out of the map. He's done everyone. He's, done, he's got three, four, three people in the middle left. <laughs> he's done everything. He said, Daddy, I've nearly completed it. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Look, he's, he's doubled the, the amount of stuff I've done in-game. Yeah, nice. Two, three more years and he will be much better than you. The thing yeah. is, he's already... I went to a show and I was playing Rocket League with him in a group of people. Like, and there was about 50 people watching. And I put him on the game and he caned me in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd done it to Jansen as well. <laughs> he wiped the floor with you, didn't he? Yeah, I know. That's at your house. And it's like the first time I actually played him. And yeah, he killed me. Yeah, the thing I'm excited about of Far Cry is... Uh... Co-op. The full single uh, player campaign will be co-op playable. Yeah, yeah it is nice. We've yeah, that's very been, nice. We've recently, me and Matt, have gone through Armor Free co-op, and that was really nice. I think you watched a little bit of it, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That, that, Too that bad was I different. don't have that game. It was hard going back to it because it's very compared to Battlegrounds, which we've been playing loads of. Armor Free is very technical and it's like much. Yep. It's not fluent. It's like roll your mouse wheel to get in a car to look at things and move items. And when you go from playing them games to that game, it gets really serious. You know, it's like a level of like realism in there. But yeah, getting back to Far Cry 5 is something that I will be very interested in playing. But I've sort of found that AAA games at the moment, I'm finding it hard to actually front the money for them because I've like got so many little games I'm enjoying. Yeah, but you can you can always find them a little cheaper on the internet, and if you yeah. wait one or two months, they're always down or already twenty percent in price. Yeah, that is true. But like, I put thirty quid on my Steam account. I probably bought five games this month with that, and then I could just get that one game, play it for like three or four hours, and be like, it could be really good, but it could be one of the games you're going, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's another one of them games like you'd find on an Xbox. You could, you can always. Demo it. No, on Steam, what is it? You can play it for two, a maximum of two hours and then you can refund it? Or does can it? can do, but I think yeah. they're getting stricter on their laws because everybody's doing okay. that. Right? Okay. I think it, uh, it's on certain games as well. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. It's a shame, actually, that you don't have demos anymore, like half an hour of playtime where you can test something out before you buy it. I yeah, think they, they still kind of have it on consoles, but I think it's just not as popular on uh, PCs. It's called Pirate Bay, no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have any of you ever seen a TV program called Outcast? Yeah. No. Nope. Have you seen it? It reminds me a bit of that, the way they've got the church and they've got like the preacher and all that. Like... Yeah, you're battling actually against an extreme right uh, religious family, no? Yeah, but uh, it's not like Outcast. Outcast is more about like um, supernatural. This yeah. is a bit, this is more like hillbilly. Yeah, um, redneck country. Cult. Yeah. 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 It does look really good, though. Yeah, it's coming out 27 February on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Yeah, there was a there was an expansion pack. I think it's called Far Harbor. Quite a long time ago now, for um, Fallout 4, and that had that feel to it, like shotguns and moonshine and stuff. Yeah, you know, which is pretty cool. See, but as soon as I saw the trailer for this, 
I was interested because you know me and my films. Um, I've I've had quite a few films that are based around this kind of redneck cult culture, and some of them are like pretty messed up, but they're always like really interesting. And so as soon as I saw this, I thought, yeah, that's like right up my street. Well, um, the hills have eyes. I want to see how they how they do this because I'm I'm sure it's very easy to 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 offend people in America, very religious people. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm wondering which which way they will go with this. Yeah, mm, true. I firsthand can uh, say something about that. My missus is really really religious. She goes <laughs> to church every Sunday and she gets involved with all the activities. And all my kids go and do you know what? It's really good. They do like all, they do schooling and that there, and they learn like, cool. morals and stuff. She's all pretty cool. But then again, me, I wouldn't walk into the church because lightning would probably hit me and I'd probably <laughs> burst into a ball of flames. Spontaneous combustion. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, in my household, you've got two extremes. Yeah. But I believe other... every, everyone to themselves, you know. What you want yeah, to believe, true, believe true, it. True. The other sad news I have is that Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed till next year. Yeah, well, played, it's sad you know what? and good news because I like it, actually. It will mean that they will probably bring a better game than if they would release it now. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Red... the screenshots from it? Yeah. What? Red Dead Redemption, man. I loved that game back in the day. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. loved it. Again, yeah. same type of thing. Killing animals and making weapons with them and then going out hunting. And... The screenshots but... look amazing, eh? Amazing. Yeah. But I heard it's not coming out on PC. I don't know. Really? I have no idea, actually, about that. Yeah. If not, I, uh... I, will, I will buy something. I will buy a PS or an Xbox just, simple, just for this alone. Well, but, it might be um, like how they did with uh, Grand Theft Auto, where it comes out console first and then PC mm, later. I don't think Red Dead Redemption 1 was ever on the PC. No. One thing I will say is Red Dead Redemption, yeah? It's a game. That's a specific like genre of game that you actually are involved in, you want to be in. Like, not many of them out there, yeah? Like, you've got Call of Duty and a couple other games like that mm-hmm. used to come out, but they're not nothing like Red Dead Redemption, yeah? Yeah, Matt sure. contacted me and he was telling me because I, we both heard that it wasn't coming out on PC. And he was telling me about another game. And there's a game coming out which is called Wild West Online, I think it is. Yeah, Wild West Online. It's being designed right now, but it's pretty much open world, do whatever you want, but in Wild West. You know, form groups and that, find weapons, go and cut the woman off the railway tracks and. Stuff like that, you know. Create a posse. Yeah. So, and it, and it's meant to have a map bigger than Grand Theft Auto Five, so that's big enough. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like you got like cars and stuff in it. It's going to be like horses and stuff in it. Yeah, that that looks really really good. I've actually contacted them and put on their mailing list to try and see if I can get into the beta group and stuff because, you know, Red Dead Redemption, it was good on the Xbox and it is a game that everybody loves, but if it's not going to be about on a PC, I won't bother with it. So well, it's not going to be out for a while anyway. So yeah. there's no, that's a, there's a space there which someone can fill, and you yeah. know people are on the ball. Yeah. Then I will lend a, an Xbox from somebody I know and just play it. Like, but I really want to play this game. Yeah, because Tim's not like us. Like, we're pretty biased to PC. We love PC and we stick to PC. I used to be an Xbox gamer. I've got a massive gamer score, you know. But you know, when I came off my Xbox, I've just found my PC does so much more. It's not just a gaming console. It's it, I can I, do my streaming, I can do editing, I can make true, true, stuff. True, you know, true. that's for it's, me. Yeah, true, does. true. But when it comes down to games, whether I play a game on my PC, on my gaming laptop with a controller plugged in, or I play it on the Xbox with the same controller, it's still the same game and it's just about the game then. 
user was moved out of your channel. What do you think of that, people? That's what I think. <laughs> user was moved to your channel. <laughs> Sorry, what podcast was you on? <laughs> Did you just get moved into the X Xbox podcast? <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You'll get me back. You should time. just sponsor me for a new PC, uh, Mr. Extreme PC UK. I'd sponsor myself for a new PC. <laughs> you just at got the moment, one. Hold on, dude. I'm, at the moment, I'm sponsoring a six-year-old twins for PCs. My missus wants to get into streaming, so I'm sponsoring her for one as well. Jance, mm. do you want to get in it sponsor you as well? Well, I would <laughs> say, but I've already done mine. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I would have done <laughs> Got there first. Right, yeah. But anyway, that is Far Cry 5. And the two games that are going to be wicked anyway. And that's our news. We've had loads of stuff going on, and that's only the news section. Right, should we get into some games? First off, before we get into the actual game section, there's something I've got to say to you, Jansen. Yeah? You promised us all you would have played uh, Friday the 13th by now. Yeah, the thing is, I've put it oh, off. Oh, the thing is, you've put it off. There's there's a lot of people saying, like, there's lots of glitches, there's lots of problems with it. Like, I'm thinking, yeah, let people play it for a bit, and when it gets better, then I'll get it. So all the people that you told last month to get the game because you'd have already played it and we could all play together, they're all like, what? I bought it and he hasn't even bothered. <laughs> yeah, it ain't because I ain't bothered. It's like <laughs> I, I was ready to buy it and then I started hearing stuff about people like having a lot of problems with it. Really? And I thought, yeah, like, oh, like I don't really? want to, I don't want to like pay all that money out and then can't play it. Is it really that bad then the problems are having? Yeah, there's... There's a lot of like different issues, like from gameplay to server problems to the, Ain't it the annoying? kills that you can do. Some of them aren't working. That's just well annoying though. When something's so hyped up, it's been so long and so excited for it, you get yeah. it, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, that's like we've been playing Deceit. Yeah, we tried yeah. to play Deceit, and we would have spoke about it in the game section this month, but it failed on us. Yeah, we all bought Deceit, and how much was it? Fifteen quid. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, Deceit is a game, obviously, Deceitful, where you all get in, there's five of you, and it's a bit like roulette, isn't it? You have to try and, not roulette, it's a bit like, is it poker? Where you're trying to bluff everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll get it right in a minute. Like, to lose who, who's infected? And so, yeah, you're all running around trying to figure out who's infected, but if you are infected, you're trying to bluff that you're not infected. And you're all talking to each other. Yeah, it's all about communication. Indeed. So I'll go, Jansen, I think Jansen infected, I see him go over there and do that, and then everybody will go, is he? And then it'll, yeah, if shoot you him, shoot, shoot him, him. Yeah. if one person shoots him, he'll go down, but then everybody else has to agree with him to shoot him for the person to get kicked out. Now, the thing is, the game idea would look great, and it looked like a really funny game. One massive, massive flaw. My bloody microphone wouldn't work. Yeah, so yeah. No one could well hear me, and I couldn't hear anyone, so it's pointless playing that game. Yeah, the, the settings, the, the page where you, the, the menu where you select your settings, that's, that's, that's so bad. Where you select your voice output, there's a little text bar where you can select speakers or whichever sound card you have, and it only shows you like five letters, and it doesn't scroll, <laughs> so you can't read actually what it says. It's, For me, it's so it was annoying. a nightmare, because I've probably got about ten different real tech things yeah, in my me too, yeah. me too. And it's just like, which one am I clicking on? It even yeah. listed some things I don't even have, like a Microsoft Sound Blogger and things like that. Yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah, it was yeah, very annoying. Yeah, really but that annoying. was deceit, and so... We will get back into that in the future. But it looks like a really good game. It's run a lot of work and not of effort for it. But yeah, just like, it looks like it's got a lot of potential. Yep. Game it, that just, runs. it just hasn't worked for us. We so should far. just try it and do it over TeamSpeak with yeah, six it, of us. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. But we need six of us. So if anyone's yeah. playing it, we need two more players. Hands, if you're hearing it. this, get it. 
Yeah. It was just very annoying when they put a game out, uh, early access game or whatever, and the main thing is to talk to each other in communication, and the communication doesn't work. It's silly. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. frustrating. Yeah, and you can only test it when you're in-game, so every time you have to launch it and it doesn't work, exit again, yeah. try again, what? Wow, that was well annoying. And then you had all the issues with your settings in Steam that you had to change as yeah. well. Yeah, because yeah, it takes your thing. default communication settings in Steam. I've never heard about anything like that. Yeah, no. but that's a, like I said, that one thing that's so annoying for me. And yeah. To me, it a, the game. an indie game should not be in the position where it's making me change computer settings on my computer to make it work. Yeah. You know, yeah. like True. I said to you, I've got all my sound set up for my stream to be perfect, my volumes for TeamSpeak for the podcast. Then I play this one game, and they're like, "Yeah, go into Steam and set all your default things to what we but want." But actually, your Steam settings shouldn't affect your 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 but stream like, or whatever. Settings. But my point, yeah. But my point is, is I don't. I'm very like Mr. Nickety like that. I don't want to go into my settings and change them when I know they're perfect because the game's yeah. not working properly. Mm. Yeah, yeah true. I'm the you same. True. It's like because I've got like a studio set up. Everything is set perfectly for how I need it with my external sound card and microphone and headphones. But if he and does so, have any funny things going on with Mike, it's the first time he's recorded it, so to let him yeah. off this time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like, yeah, you don't want to be messing with all those settings just to play one game for like True. A, an hour and then have to go back in and change it yeah, yeah. back again. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they sort it out. Just yeah. Check it out later on, not now. Yeah. But yeah, right, getting into my first game that I have played, like I was saying, we've played all these games, we've been doing a lot of games like Battlegrounds, Wastelands, and stuff like that, Armour Free, all been done before, all the normal kind of stuff, and I've been saying for a little while, I want to get back into some strategy games, because strategy's like my favourite area. XCOM, the originals, Transport Tycoon, I always bang on about them, they're my, they're my area I really enjoy, just sitting there and just cracking on. For a little while now, it's been out quite a long time, I've been looking at this game called Quarantine. Have any of you seen this game? I've seen it on your uh, stream, I think. Yeah, I've just, heard about it. I haven't seen it. It's one of your old sort of old school style strategy games. Like, there's no fancy graphics. There's no major like 3D movement or anything like that. So the the game basically, it's you get a map like of the world, and there's a disease, and it's obviously gonna it's gonna grow. It's like a, a zombie apocalypse. Now, like I said, it's not like majorly graphically super duper. It's like nice graphics. It's a map in front of you. You've got all the different countries, like with the different cities in and stuff like that. And what happens is there's an outbreak of a virus. So you start up the game and it says you pick your main area right, and you'll choose a country. And all of a sudden the map will it will go, a virus has hit, blah, 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 blah. And it will show like a red virus with little circles around around a city. So like one is level one, ten is level ten, you know. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is it's turn-based. So I will then click on that country, I'll build my head Q, HQ there, and basically it will put a person there, and I can select that person, and I can do, do I want to heal this city? And it was, if it's he's got certain stats, he can heal so much, or do I want to quarantine it? If I quarantine it, the infection won't spread. And okay, okay. You, you, you get a turn for each person in each city each time, so you can either move to another city, it's like a certain amount of like units you can use each time. And what happens is, the basic gameplay is Every time my characters, let's say I've got four characters, they all get a go each. Once their four goes are done, it goes to the computer's go, and then the, the virus will spread somewhere. So you're constantly counteracting, going to these yeah, yeah. countries and counteracting, healing this one, quarantining this one, trying to get them all quarantined, 
and in my first game like you've got different levels of viruses so like different levels of like how hard it is the first two levels i completed straight away the third level i've got really stuck on it the, the, the infection goes so much faster there are sort of curveballs as well like you can do research and over like four uh, like four goes you can actually unlock like extra things which will give you bonuses like you can unlock uh, a certain strain you learn about it and that will give you an extra bonus on the next go like so they won't spread as far and but the basics of the game is it's counteracting each other constantly and it's about whose strategy gets in front first it's totally single player and they actually the way the title is it's turn-based strategy simulator you know so uh it's a sort of simulator if if the zombie apocalypse did actually happen yeah. personally i don't think you you two guys would like it it's not got enough action I'm, I'm looking it, at it right now on, uh, on it Google. It sounds here. like my worst nightmare. And <laughs> what having a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> no, playing that game. I'm looking at the images right now, Nick, and it, it really looks a lot like Plague. Do you know that one? It's exactly the same game, but <laughs> you know the other way around, where you, you know are what the, the virus. Yeah. Do you know what the funny thing was? I swear, no lie. When you just said Plague. Plague was the game that I originally wanted to get, which was like this. And I've only just realized right now that quarantine is not Plague. <laughs> yeah, Plague is where you are. The, I have that on my phone. I played. I think I finished it. Where you have to design a virus and try to kill the whole world. Actually, infect the whole world oh, and really? kill everybody. Yes, and you see the people. The the people count in every country, and the country the countries will take countermeasures, and you can develop your virus as you go. And yeah, this is the total opposite of that. Doing it the opposite way around. Yeah, Plague Inc. is that one. Yeah, how funny is that? Because that's the one I was looking <laughs> yeah, at about funny. six months ago that I wanted to get and. Then this it's, came up, I assumed it was the same game. Try that on your phone, Blake. It's very good for on your phone. Isn't there oh, really? a game like this on your phone where it uses your GPS and it shows, I don't know, maybe like Google Maps and it shows you the infected areas but on a real map of the area you're in. So you could see like where your house is, where you are, and you can see around you what's infected. That sounds pretty cool. Mm, what yeah, game is that? I don't I've know. never I, heard about that one. I remember seeing it on... Like, um, did you remember seeing on the it iPhone before you woke up last night? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not talking about ingress, no, yeah. I, I can't remember what it's called, but it was quite a while back that I saw it. But I thought, oh, that's quite a good idea, like, good use of like the maps on your phone. You sure you weren't playing um, Pokemon? Pokemon Go, catch them all. <laughs> But yeah, no, this, this game was a good little game. I completed it in about an hour, the first level. Nice. Uh, but, then, but then it's one of them games where it's not about completing it and putting it down. It's like completing it and then going to the next part of this level and then the next one up, next one up, and trying to, to, as you go through, get more and more better at what you're doing, you know? Yeah. And I found the replayability on it was pretty cool because even though I'd completed it twice already, I still had about 10 attempts at completing the third level because it's so quick, you can go through the game pretty quick. Once you know what buttons are what, you're just like sort of click, 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 click. The game just keep playing, playing, playing. And, you know, you get like outbreaks every now and then, like a message will pop up saying, this country, they've had, they've had, they've seen the news, something's leaked out. You can either have a 90% chance of doing this and hiding it. You can bribe them and get this percentage, or you can do this or that. And it, and so it puts a few extra bits in there so that you can sort of get a curveball on what you're doing. But it's all a game based around stats, and it's very, very simple, very easy-going game. It's only six ninety nine, and is it, is it only for PC? Yeah, or I also think it's only mobile. 
I don't think it's on my bar. I think it's just BC. Okay. But it's only six ninety nine. I think it, yeah. I bought it for four fifty or something. It was on it was on um on well, a sale. I really like playing that plague, so I, I might actually check this one out. Although I'm not a I'm not a big fan of strategy. Yeah, see, I love strategy because I just love sitting there and you know working out what I'm going to do next and stuff like that. Yeah. Chilled out. It's not very good to stream, but I had a few people watching it on the stream as well when I was playing it. So you know, weren't that bad. It was a pretty good little game. I enjoyed playing it. Uh, yeah, quarantine. Check that out. Let us know what you think. Let me know when what did, level you get up to. It, when did it come out? It's just been released. It's just come out of early access. So oh, okay. You know they they digging it up. The, the reviews on it are mixed, but you know I, I think it's a pretty good little game for the price. I've played worse games at strategy for more money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when a game's pretty good and you get a bit of fun out of it, you don't mind, do? You? Not true. True. But yeah, that that's uh. Everything I've been doing for my games this month. Jan, what have you been playing? I've been playing Prey. Really? <laughs> uh, I, it's thing, Prey with the thing with the black, with all the black, like... Was there yeah. a game like this out before, years ago? Where you've got, like, black kind of, like, monsters. Yeah, gooey sort of stuff that come yeah. out from places and shadows and stuff. Yeah, they kind of look a bit like... Some of them look a bit like smoke. Some of them look yeah, like black yeah, spiders. I, didn't like, I played the original. I didn't like it. But this has nothing to do with the original prayer. This is just totally mm. different. Uh, yeah, game. maybe not. But when I saw it, it reminded me of it, and so I didn't want to buy it. <laughs> but it what a I did like say is, from Half Life. This yeah. was being really hyped up, weren't it? And yeah. there was a lot of like previews and trailers and stuff. And yeah, I remember oh. saying, the, "Sorry, Jan, the graphics. Yeah, right. They they just the people in the graphics that I saw didn't look very good. No, but it's like that. It's like Andromeda, isn't it? It's like everyone's waiting for this big game to come out. It comes out. You see the screenshots, and you're like. Is that really what it looks like? And you yeah. know, next time you walk into CEX or game, there's going to be 50 copies on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I just wanted something a bit different. And like this was new out. I thought, yeah, I'll give it a go. It's not usually the kind of game I would go for, but I thought there's not really anything else that I was interested in at the time. So I thought, yeah, I'll have a go at this. And like, yeah, basically it's a sci-fi puzzle solving thriller. And I'm not usually into puzzle-solving games. I'm a bit more like full-on, like guns okay. blazing action. Yeah. yeah, that's why I thought. Well, I'll give this a go. It's, it's going to be a little bit more slow-paced. But how many hours you lost? I've put a few hours into it, but it it's it feels tedious to me because <laughs> it's tedious. What it, word? It, it's slow-paced. So that's why for me, um. I'm I'm solving the puzzles as I'm going along, but I'm just thinking, when's something going to happen? Am I going to walk around the corner and is something going to jump out at me? But it, it's it's repetitive with the things that make you jump as well. So you like the the storyline is you're this guy on this space station, and you're part of a, an experiment, and this experiment is meant to change humanity forever. But then something goes wrong with it and you lose your memory and you wake up with a blank memory, but you've left yourself clues along the way. So as you play through the game and you pick up a book or you read an email, it will be a note to you saying why you did something or something that helps you. So like little flashbacks and little little clues to what's going on. If, If anyone's seen the film Memento, it's like that where Guy has basically left breadcrumbs and you're going through the game, picking up the breadcrumbs, and each one is a clue to why you're there. 
and what happened yeah. and why you're part of this experiment. Um, a lot uh, of reading, so yeah, this is the thing. It's like, oh, that does mean reading. It's, yeah. I, I thought you could just play through the game and the story would kind of reveal itself to you, but it's not. If you want to know exactly what's going on, every desk you go to, if there's a computer, you've got to go on that computer, you've got to go into the email, you've got to read the emails. Then there might be a folder on the table. You've got to pick up the folder. You've got to read the folder. There might be like recordings, posters, like mm. every every step of the yeah. way. You kind of have to read everything that you find. Do you have to, or can you also just play the game without? No, just... you you can play the game. Eighty percent of the story is in the the stuff that you find along the way. So if you're not reading like these manuscripts and emails and things like that. Don't really know what's going on. Yeah, you're not really going to figure out the story the way they intended it to be. Yeah, but what happens then, you get bored, and then you get bored of the game, what's going on, and then you leave. That's what always happens to me, actually. Yeah, Yeah. it it doesn't make sense to you why you're there and what you're doing. Yeah. Um, But that's kind of where it's going with me, because I'm not someone who has the time to go on computers and read emails I want those aliens to come out and I shoot them with a big gun. And <laughs> what they've done is they've given you a wrench. So many images going on right now. <laughs> what I heard about a few, I've read a few reviews. It says like the game gets well good after four, five, or six hours. Yeah, you know why they said get... that, didn't they? No, Some when you get them all reviews you... out, so that no one actually gets that far. But they think, yeah, it's really good when you get to the fifth hour. No, once you get to, to unlock these mimics that you can mimic, uh, like you can turn into a coffee mug and yeah, and and things like that. When you unlock, once you unlock these turn things, into a coffee mug, really, 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 you can turn, yeah, you can turn into <laughs> anything actually. And the aliens also turn into things. So yeah. you walk into a room and there's nothing going on, and all, all of a sudden a, a a computer or a chair turns into an alien. You know, there's yeah. a couple of things I wouldn't mind turning into, but I wouldn't say them on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this is like part of the game that is a little bit annoying is that you have these alien things. They like some of them look like smoke. Some of them look like spiders, but they've all kind of got different attributes. The spiders are just annoying because they're the mimics. And like you walk into a room and there's a chair in the room. And as you walk over to it, it turns into this spider and starts attacking you. And then another thing they do is like uh, medic packs. It's like you're dying and you you see a medic pack on the table so you run over to it it turns into a spider and kills you oh that's annoying <laughs> yeah and yeah, this the, game this game doesn't sound too good to me no and the thing is it's like you're you're armed with a wrench in the beginning and you so you're just smacking everything with cool, a wrench tell me it turns into a spider it does <laughs> it does look a bit like half-life actually especially with the wrench thing yeah, yeah a lot of people yeah. have compared that game to half-life also the spiders look a little bit like the head crabs actually yeah but i never played yeah. half-life Oh, yeah, that's a well good game. Yeah, Half Life uh, is a game that I I played a lot of. Like, yeah. everyone loves it, but I, do you know what? It's not that I don't like it or anything. I went back to play it, but the graphics are so outdated now that I couldn't really get into it. How really it think so? It's like the I played it like Half-Life. two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah, the Half Life Two. I mean, not not no, the original Half Life. No, I played two. And it's like you know, I it's the same for me. I play some games like XCOM, which is twenty years old. You know. Maybe it's more. The same, like Quake, and the graphics still are, do that. The graphics are absolute rubbish. But because I played that as a kid, I know what them graphics look like, and I like them for them graphics because there's my history mm. there. Mm. You know, but for like going back to a game I didn't play, I pick it and go, "Ah, oh, the graphics 
I don't really want to get into yeah. it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly the same as you. Like, there's no nostalgia with a game that you haven't played. You just look at it and think, this is crap. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's the same like me. If I went back to play Half-Life, it would give me that a nostalgic feeling of like, Sitting in uh, front of your TV with your bag of crisps next to you on yeah, the carpet when, with no friends playing your own. Why Half-Life 2 also, you think? Because I think those graphics still hold up nah, a, a bit. Why Half-Life 2, he might have had one friend. I, I don't know. Half-Life 2, <laughs> it's, it's probably like it's probably not as bad, but you probably compare it to something you have today and you'll really yeah, notice course, a difference. Course, course. And back then, I was playing in it on like a 15-inch CRT monitor. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I was more into GoldenEye for the paintballs. <laughs> that was like the first modded game on it, wasn't it? <laughs> but I was playing Half-Life on my PC. 007. Multiplayer. Four split screen with the paintball gun and the big heads. Yep. Remember that? You must <laughs> yeah, have loved sure that. I'm, I'm sure yeah, I remember on that. On yeah. Nintendo 64. Yeah, everyone loved that. Yeah. I bet that game's hard to find now. I bet it's worth a few quid. Yeah, yep. probably. And I bet still many people play it. Yeah. Yeah. It but, cool. uh, yeah, getting back to this game, though. It kind of like it's a bit disappointing because it's many, not a cheap game either. How many hours either. have you played it? Actually, I, I think I've maybe got about two or three hours into it. Okay. And even though I'm saying like with the weapons, they're not great. It's the weapons that you have. You've got a wrench, you've got a pistol, you've got a shotgun, a crossbow, and like this thing called a Q beam, which like sends out like a laser beam and it can like chain reaction between enemies and blow them all up at the same time but that's obviously something you're going to get near the end of the game and so in the beginning you've got a wrench which is just annoying and then you've got this gun that shoots out glue that turns into rocks and they say that you can use that to change your environment and you could potentially make a staircase with these blobs that you could walk up to get mm-hmm. you to another point in the map that you couldn't normally get to and there are like little elements like that that on paper sound good and would draw you in. And when I was reading about like the puzzle solving, they said that there's not one answer to the puzzle. You might see that you're in a room and the door's locked. It's not a case of you just have to find the key to unlock the door. There might be an escape hatch hidden behind something that you could find or you could smash a window. There's like a few options that you could do to get uh, to the next point. And I quite like that because you're not then constantly going around in circles looking for that one answer yeah, for yeah. that particular puzzle. That sounds quite nice, actually, yeah. But the thing is, it's like, in theory, it's good. But in, in reality, when you're playing the game, sometimes you're not actually realizing that there is more than one. You're just like, well, I need to get into that room over there oh, there's like a, a vent there, I'll try and fit through it. Oh, I can. But then you don't know like, well, oh yeah, I could have got a, a key card and opened that door or I could have like climbed around this balcony and got in that way. Yeah. It, it's not obvious that mm. there's there's all these different answers. Like sometimes you just stumble upon one and you you, you do it. Again, it's, it's one of those things that kind of drew me in, but then actually playing the game, I thought, oh, it's not that great. And you're going to continue playing it? Well, this is the thing. It's like there's there's a lot more going on. And after I got the game, I then read reviews about the game afterwards to see what people were saying about it. And when people talk about the story, it sounds like a really well thought out story, like really in depth. And maybe you it, just didn't give it enough time. No, what it is, it's like I'm not going into enough detail with the game. 
because there's this whole background and this whole alternative like future that is different to our future and it's to do with like uh famous people who died in our reality are actually still alive in their reality and it sends like the story off different directions of a future that we could have had and it sounds like really interesting but to get that storyline you have to go through the process of reading everything why don't you just wikipedia the story read it all and then skip all the the emails reading on the computers and just play yeah, the game. I was thinking that. I thought like there's probably something out there where someone will literally just write the whole storyline out. Yeah, exactly. And then even if I did it the other way around, I played the game through and then once I completed it, then I read the story and then as I'm reading the story, maybe things that I did along the way would then make sense to me. You definitely shouldn't do something that 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 you don't don't enjoy doing. Yeah, yeah, but this is the thing. It's like I don't think there's enough in the game, like to keep me interested. Yeah, and like there is things like uh, like crafting, like you can build items and gadgets and tools, and there is a, oh, I'd like that. There's a tech tree as well, so you can like upgrade your abilities and skills. You can take on like the alien abilities, like you okay. were saying, like you can then mimic. Because you copy the mimic, you become a mimic, and you could turn into a chair or whatever. And they're they're obviously things that I would play towards, but I don't think the game has like grabbed me enough for me to put the extra hours I need to to carry on. Yeah, to, to get, get there. That yeah. far. Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah, so, I might give it a shot once it's a little bit cheaper, maybe. Yeah, like the one thing, one good thing about it is the atmosphere of it. Um, because you're on this space station on your own and you know there's all these like weird aliens around you and they're a little bit ghosty some of them as well you have like this like soundtrack that is quite ominous and when you move into like dangerous areas like the music changes and the the surround sound and everything off things moving around you it it does kind of keep you on the edge of your seat because you're you're walking into a room because you see something on the desk so you walk over to have a look to see what it is and the music changes and straight away <laughs> you're like looking around like, paranoid like, about everything yeah yeah is what, it the mug <laughs> yeah. is it the chair yeah and it's exactly like that you're standing in the middle of a room not moving because you're thinking is it that bucket in the corner like is it that mug on the table but reminds me of an episode of red dwarf <laughs> when they had the terror morph and it kept turning into everything they couldn't find it oh <laughs> yeah, I actually saw that one. I don't like Red Dwarf, but that's actually one episode I did see. Maybe they got the inspiration. How you not like Red Dwarf, the... man? I've got every single one. I love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I read that this is basically a 20-hour game, and I've probably put about three hours into it, and I, I'm not convinced. So I don't know if I can grin and bear it to see that where reason, it goes. Mm-hmm. You're out. There's yeah. there's much too much to, to play. Yeah. Yeah, just... from what, to be honest, from what you said, I think you said enough about it. Is that game from what I saw straight away? I I had these feelings about that game anyway, and it just came true. So, yeah, I can't. I don't really have a lot to say about it because that's what I was expecting from that game, and I got what I expected. So, I thought yeah. you would have liked it because there's a lot of collecting. Like yeah, you weren't <laughs> the first one to say that. A lot of people have told me, Nick, you should try this game. Nick, you should try this game. Yeah, Tim told me a million times to get it, and I was like, no. You walk into a room and there's about 20 things you can pick up. You can pick them up and throw them. You can pick them up and keep them. You can eat them. You can use them. You can recycle them. 
You can nah. like, it's you like can a fallout. Change, yeah, you can change them into weapons. Nah, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm even, out. With, even with the suit that you've got, you can upgrade the abilities on your suit. And yeah, but like it's that. just game just didn't look that good overall. Just mm. Didn't look good. No, but... like a game nowadays, like you got like Battlegrounds. I saw it. It's an early access game or whatever. You see it, it looks good. Mm. This game looked crap. But but, the, but are you saying that if a game looks crap, it doesn't matter how good the game is, you won't play it? I'm the not talking about the graphics. I'm oh, okay, talking okay. about Everything the yeah, the game, just yeah, looks overall. like yeah, yeah. your typical AAA game nowadays that they throw together with a hundred people in the studio building it. They knock it out in however long, and then they just throw it out there with loads of bugs, loads of problems, and just rushed. Look at like Andromeda. Yeah, yeah. They, they, the thing they... is, with, like with this game, I, I didn't see that there was any issues, glitches, any problems with it. Was there anything but... that made it stand out from the crowd? No, there's nothing. There's nothing great about this game, but it might just be because it's not really the genre of game that I would go for. So yeah, I'm maybe. a little bit biased in that way. But I think this game, like I know graphics aren't everything, but I'm playing it on a 40 inch 4K monitor, and if the graphics were like really good, I think that would have like kept me in a little bit longer as well because you you kind of get drawn in by the scenery. When you think about a game like GTA and you're like driving down the yeah. road and everything around you looks beautiful. Yeah, and you and play it because you just want to drive around that world. Yeah. Yeah. You work with Wildlands. Yeah. And even when I watch your stream, I can just see the quality of the graphics when you're like flying a helicopter yeah, around. Yeah, you fly up and you get the depth of the mountain. You can see down yeah. that mountain. You can see a building right at the bottom, which you can yeah. see how far away it is. And you want to go to that building. sunrise. And, yeah, yeah. 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 You, know, you want to fly like, the helicopter down there and look in that building. Yeah, and even when you, you land and take off, like the air that's pushing the trees away and yeah. agitating the grass and things like the that. little it, things that count. Yeah, it's all those little things. Yeah, that when you, you fly through a tree, how the tree moves then. Yeah. yeah, and it's little things like that that make it more realistic and like it's almost like you'd kind of stay for the scenery. It's but, almost like that game is, like I said, the only way to describe it is like it's 10 years ago it came out. Yeah. Yeah, that's maybe true. Yeah. You know, it's like Fallout 3, that sort of graphics, that sort of voice, that sort of, like, the way the, the faces are designed. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. The first yeah. thing that came to mind when I watched the streamer was, like, okay, Half-Life. Yeah. But yeah, that's enough about that. There's no point yeah. talking about these games for so long yeah, if yeah. you don't really enjoy them. No, but the thing True. is, at the end of the day, we kind of need to look, be a bit, little bit impartial because there might be people <laughs> out there that this is the perfect game for them. So true. we're, we're yeah, that is know, true. That is true. I'm not saying how it plays, what's yeah. involved. No, that's cool. But yeah, it's not for me. It's not for you. It's not for Tim. But there might be a Gary out there who loves it. <laughs> how many Garys are going to take? Right, let's move on. Tim, what have you been playing, dude? I haven't been playing so much. It's been 40 degrees up in this room here and in the attic where my computer is. I know, is. you sent me a picture of a homemade bloody <laughs> air conditioning <laughs> unit. Yeah. Made. <laughs> <laughs> With a bucket and a fan and ice and... Yeah, but it's working. <laughs> <laughs> One game I played is Oxen Free. That's an older game. I heard it on... I read it in some other review when I was reading about Little Nightmares. Never even heard of it. No, it's like. Why. It's like it came out in January 2016, and it's like a also like two and a half D 
perspective game. Two and a half D. Yeah, like a little bit like a little nightmares. Like it's a two D platformer, but you can also move on the uh, on the other axis. How? Yeah. Which one is that? Z. The Z axis, exactly. Yeah. It's a um, a supernatural mystery uh, game. Have you seen the the series TV series Stranger Things? Yeah, yeah. loved it. It yeah. really reminded me of this actually. Really? Yeah. Also the music, the feeling. You're actually like playing a teenager who's visiting an abandoned island for an, an, an overnight party, and then he he runs into some supernatural uh, things. And yeah, it's really cool the the, the atmosphere around it. If you like the uh, Stranger Things, you should definitely give that a try. Yeah, no, it does. It does have that sort of feel to it. I'm looking at it right now. So, yeah. is it a, a group of teenagers, or are you just one teenager? You're actually playing as one teenager, but you're in a group of teenagers, and it's it's. Instead of really dialogue speech, um, you have like uh, speech bubbles above your head. Yeah, I was just seeing pictures of it now, and like, yeah. So there's there's no there's no audio to it. Is it just like background music, and then you do all your reading? Yeah, true. And you click on the bubbles, and you select. Cool. Yeah, yeah, indeed. You select the game through the bubbles. Okay. Because I was just about to ask if you look on Steam and you get the list of all the bits like single player, Steam achievements, all controller support. There's one that says captions available. Am I being silly? What does that mean? I have no idea what it means. Captions available. Captions is normally like uh, subtitles, isn't it? I think that's what they mean with the speech bubbles. Everything yeah, is maybe. written out. Yeah, but It's just weird that it's on Steam like that. You know, yeah, because it's like when you get it on TV programs, it always says closed captions, and that means that there's subtitles available for it. Uh, maybe this means that... Yeah, maybe it's also it. in other languages. Yeah, you could play it if you're deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it's a well nice game. I was well surprised by that. Because you mm. have like, you're walking Box around with a, a little radio. It's quite expensive and, and... though. Yeah, how much is it? Fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, I think I got a little bit cheaper. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I thought it was worth game. it. Maybe maybe put it on your wish list. And then a it... summer sale or something when it's a little cheaper. Yeah, well it's won a couple of awards. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, there's a lot of games like that though that, that have come from certain communities and they like a, a, cute, a few blokes have split off for a massive group of like developers, and they've just gone off and done their own little game. There's a lot of these little games popping up, and it's another reason why I like the PC more than the Xboxes and consoles and stuff. Is because these games are out there, and they're people's ideas, which normally people can't put these ideas into a into a game on their own. But now it's it's freely available to build your own game if you're not yeah. with a couple yeah. of you. Yeah, so indeed. you're getting all these little ideas coming out, and every now and then you do get. Yeah, this is this is one of them, I think. Definitely like check it out. How long before Battlegrounds gets put on PlayStation and Xbox? I think they were talking uh, in the year. Exactly. Yeah. I think it was Battlegrounds that I heard that they were going to make cross-platform as well. See, I, I don't understand that. doing a cross-platform on a game like that. It's impossible. PC players are always going to beat the controllers. Yeah, but do you say that? I know if, that. If I played myself, my controller self would beat my keyboard and mouse self. Yeah, I get that. But I'm not asking you to compare you with your controller to yeah, you exactly, with your keyboard. Exactly. Mouse and keyboard. To... A good mouse and keyboard player will probably always win from a good controller player. Yeah. Because you can be so much faster. Even if you put the sensitivity from your stick, from your analog stick on your controller, on the highest setting. It's not just it's... that. It's the stopping time as well. Like on a mouse, I can just move my mouse and it stops. On a controller, 
you've got to push your joystick forward and then you've got to get it back into the center and stop it. And you have it's, to be so precise no because you only have like a few centimeters of travel that you can yeah. do with your thumb. With a mouse, I have a mouse pad that's like, what, 40 centimeters wide, so yeah, I can precision. travel a lot and be very precise with it. I, yeah, you know. or you can make your mouse really sensitive and move it like millimeters like Matt does. That's it's, true, but it's not what many... I say, what I always say is personal preference. People, people use what they play best with. In a test, they probably tested like the best controller player and the best keyboard and mouse player, and the keyboard and mouse player came out on top. But how much on top? Did he a completely lot. wipe the floor with him? Yeah, because the mouse is so precision with the aiming. You yeah, can't but beat a, it. A, a controller is precise. If no, it's not, though. If you're good with it. Yeah, that's true, if you're good with it, but I think it's easier to become good with a mouse than it's to become good with a controller. But it's like I said I've before, known some people, like... Nick, that can play really well with a controller, and that will probably kick your ass on any first-person yeah, shooter. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but my, when I use a mouse, when I'm playing with a mouse, my mouse is literally all over the place. I'm, like, scrolling, like, backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. When I've got a controller, I'm just sitting there comfortably. It's in my hand. Yeah, I'm getting I accurate shots. That. And then when I go keyboard and mouse, I'm getting cramp in one hand because I'm like pressing four buttons at the same time. My other hand is like going off the mouse mat, knocking my cup yeah, of tea. You're over. missing the point. <laughs> I get that. I totally understand what you're saying. For you personally, there's no point playing with keyboard because you're so much better with with a mouse with a, a controller. I get that. You think but, like, that people will have a terrible experience on console because they will get they will get always annihilated by people playing on the PC. Yeah, because especially as no, well, ninety nine percent of people on the console ain't going to be top end competitive players. Like neither of us are uh, like competitive gamers. We play on the PC. We could get competitive gamers on a console beating us. So when if you played Battlegrounds cross platform. Yet. You won't see a case of like everyone on console is like at the bottom of the list, everyone on PC is at the top. That's true, it, that's true. It wouldn't work like that because you'd no, get it wouldn't bad work like that. PC players and you'd get good console players. Yeah, but it, it wouldn't would even work. itself out. It wouldn't. The way, it, the way the scale goes, you would have these people mixed and matched up. But as you got higher to the top, it'd be more PC people, I'm telling you. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. But it does matter because the point is at the end of the day, people, the overall, if we just go by the general well, console, PC, whatever, and we go by stats on that, you will see more PC people at the top. You will see one or two controller people up there, but the majority is going to be PC. Yeah, maybe because the majority of people playing are on PC. No, I don't think the platform will happen. I don't think it will happen with this game. Mm, I don't know, because I think... It's proven that keyboard is faster than a controller. I reckon like Microsoft will like push for a cross-platform because it works for them. No, they will push uh, for. I think cross- it's a hard game to make cross-platform with 100 players. They even want to make a little, uh, a few more players in in one uh, game. So I think it will be challenging to make this cross-platform over the internet. Mm. But yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. All I friends see, on all Xbox, I, so. Yeah, all I see is like it's opening up the community to more players. Yeah, indeed. To be honest, you don't need more players. Have you ever been on Twitch? There's 50,000 people viewing there at the moment. Yeah. How many people playing it? But they ain't but, even streaming or watching. But yeah, but I, think, I got some friends on Xbox only, so it would be nice to play yeah. Battlegrounds against them, you know? That's it. It's like the same with me. If I wanted to play with my nephew, he's on Xbox, I could say to him, look, get this game, we'll play together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like Rocket League. But there are faults of it. Like, if you look at Rocket League, yeah, you can play with people on a PlayStation, but you can't play in a competitive match. You can't play in a ranked match. You have to 
bring you them in in a private server and play them. You can with Forza. Can you? Yeah, Forza Horizon 3. I have that one and I play with my friends on Xbox and it all works like we're on the same platform. Yeah, because platform. Forza 3 is built on like a Windows platform, ain't it? Yeah, and it's put over to the Xbox on a Windows platform. Yeah. It's called Play Anywhere or something? Yeah, yeah so that's different. Because it's and just like Windows playing are on doing the... it on their phone as well. Because yeah, you've true. got yeah. that uh, Windows cross-platform operating system. That's why yeah. I think Windows will, well, Microsoft will push for a cross-platform on more games. Yeah, true. But it's like we have this argument all the time about like controller and like keyboard mm-hmm. and mouse. But the thing but, is, I've got nothing wrong. I use a controller. Yeah, like, I if I play Fallout 4, I use a controller. If I play certain games, I use a controller. But then there's games, there's a limit to what I can do with a controller. I yeah, can play my games single players and that on a controller because it's fine. Yeah, but, but I wouldn't that's dare you play. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but we're not talking about you specifically. We're talking about what's better. Well, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the best. I wish hands was on him, man. He would have, he hands would have, would have slaughtered you. Hands would have <laughs> shut it down. He would have cut your hands off. <laughs> hands, where are you? The conclusion should be that everybody's wrong and I am right. The conclusion should be we should all put a hundred quid on the table and we should all battle it out. And whoever wins, wins. <laughs> uh, we should probably move on though, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I think I'll have to I'll probably tone that down a little, people. It's only lasted for a couple of seconds. We've actually been arguing for the last half an hour about controllers. Never mind. Right, so that takes us to the end of that argument, like last month. And... Uh, <laughs> Takes us to communion extras, and there really isn't any communion extras this month. Thinking about doing an ARC server again. If you're interested in ARC, I've had a few people talking about it recently. Might might get into building a new ARC server fresh. Could be a bit fun. But apart from that, that takes us on to the question section, which is massive. Like I said earlier on, Facebook, we started putting questions out on Facebook and asking people if they've got any questions. So if you get into our Facebook group, which I think there's only about 30 people in there, around 35 people, but it's uh, uh, it's quite an in-depth group. People getting some deep conversations in there, so yeah, it gets quite yeah. busy. So mm-hmm. I said, like, does anyone want to put any questions on there? And then we got into a massive discussion talking about all sorts of things. So what I have done is I've sort of took the questions out of the whole because I think there was 37 messages by the end of it. I've took questions which I thought were the best sections out of that conversation. If you want to see the full conversation, just go onto Facebook, Extreme PC UK podcast uh, page, and uh, yeah, you'll see all the questions and chat there. So the way I've done it, boys, is I've picked out bits and pieces, so I'll read it out and then we'll go from there, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Right. First one is uh, from John, and he says, uh, please mention PUBG again, because last month when we spoke about it, I think he got it just after... So we was talking about it, he got it and then got into it and now he wants to talk about it. like I, I know the feeling what he's getting yeah. at, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah, it's, it's different it. like listening to someone talk about it and then you actually get it, then you can actually join the conversation. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about player unknown battlegrounds, so that's yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's called PUBG. Yeah. We Pube. keep calling it Pube because it's like that. <laughs> when it loads up it sounds like a bum hole. It's weird. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so he says uh, please mention it again. He goes, I just got in it today and played a couple of rounds in duo with my bro. We weren't that bad. I put bad in, he said a swear word with a big smiley face, which is quite funny, because he obviously assumed he's going to be really bad at it. He says, uh, update 6 is cool. I played it on high, ultra distance, and it was smooth enough. Probably get away with ultra settings, but yet to try it. 
his settings are defaulted to ultra is that the standard or is it auto measured now i'm not actually a hundred percent sure because obviously as soon as i get into a game on my computer i whack it onto ultra or it's already on ultra yeah how was it for you guys did it auto measure your settings or did you change them yourself it might be different now because it's a lot later on one of the updates might have been like an auto calibration but i remember when i put mine on it was set to high and i changed it to ultra oh right so you did actually change yours yeah see me when i go onto these kinds of games i always go straight in max everything out apart from shadows or not not even shadows blur you know like yeah, I think everyone turns motion better off, don't they? Yeah, that just winds me right up. Why do you want that? Why put it in? So my answer is, I, I really don't know, but like Jansen said, yeah, he's he's had to do settings himself because it was set at, at, at an average. It sort of averages out, yeah. Yeah, because maybe it just set it to the middle because it's like early access and it hadn't had an auto-measured feature in there. It was just on high as standard for everyone and then you change it. But yeah, I don't yeah. even remember that. What stories can you tell about PUBG? For starters, I have some news about it. I heard an interview with a developer, actually. Yep. The reward crates, the things you get, like, that will always stay only cosmetic. Yeah, that's good. You will never have a game advantage. And he was talking about how he loves the the skin system in CSGO. So he will probably be pushing that. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. But the the main thing... They're working on two new maps now. Sorry, yeah, that's what, what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, I about to say about the maps. Yeah, okay, the two new maps, and he say they're they're they hired a team who's working on it now, and he says he expects them to be testable, testable. So that means like alpha or something. Yep. In uh, six months, six to eight months. And, Why uh, six to eight months? There'll probably be loads of new gear in the game and all yeah. sorts. Yeah, there'll be so much more in the <laughs> game before like there's new maps. That's why he was also big on this. He says, yeah, it's also, you know, every time we release an update and uh, we says, yeah, we added a, a new gun or something, it's always like this storm of people saying, yeah, you should fix the lag first instead of uh, adding new things. But he says people don't understand that it's really different teams, you know. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. the same group. There's one team working on new guns, one team working on the server lag, one team working on this, one team working on that. So, but this is the thing. Another comment I saw him say was, it doesn't matter what I fix, what we fix. As soon as we fix one problem, people will come up with another problem. Yeah, but yeah. He goes, so you're Server always on catch-up. He, he admitted that that's a, quite a big issue, and that will also take a while to get fixed, he says, with the last update, and that's also what, what, what everybody's been noticing. Yeah, that they, on the client leak. side, it, gets, it, it was much improved, and you get a much... He says, on their test systems, they have like 20 FPS more since the last update. Hey, really? But Shall server we? lag, that would they like to desync sometimes and that you pick up some things and it takes a while to get on your back, like pick up a backpack and it takes five seconds mm. to appear or doors won't open or things like that. That will take them a while. That's one thing that annoys me when you, you try and open a door and all of a sudden it starts flapping about. Yeah. yeah. In front yeah. of you and you're like, what? I'm going to get shot because of this door. Another thing they say is that they don't have any eSport ambitions. Good. And that they actually he actually liked the game to be a little harder that it has a, it's 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 not so easy to step into as a as a total new player he actually likes that yeah, that you have, you have to, to learn, learn a little bit how it all works and everything yeah, no, 
that is I prefer it like that as well. So yeah, you sort of true. get used to it as you play yeah. it. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he doesn't. He's not going for unicorn hats, and he says yeah. because also all the cosmetics will stay in the team. We won't make like like an H1Z1 like like for instance a unicorn uh, mask and and then. Yeah, like it just that. gets a bit silly and out of control. And... Yeah, because it's a very realistic game. And yeah, true. It, it's nice that they keep it that way, because if you start getting silly stuff, even though I'm constantly running around in my pants, like if it got silly where you were wearing a horse head or something like that... Yeah, it breaks it, the game. Yeah. It breaks the experience from this type of game. Yeah. Especially yeah, that's this like, I always prefer these games. Yeah, You might true. say, like, if it's all military, it's all a bit the same, same all the time. But mm. I'm quite happy to have like 10 different military suits from like maybe like military shorts through to trousers, combats, and then going up to like a wetsuit, then going into like a ghillie suit, you know, different variations. With this, that it's really random what you're wearing. So you could be wearing like no shoes, no socks, pants, no T-shirt and a gas mask. And so that's just like you. you. Yeah, that's just what you've picked <laughs> up along the way. But then it's like the next thing you pick up is like a puffer jacket. So yeah. it's like the outfits that people are wearing are so crazy, but they're all just real clothes. But it is, yeah, yeah, it's not it's over just, the top it's like just, a yeah, banana suit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I, I do like the way they've done it as well. But like I said, this is a sort of game where the way I would likely it go is that unlocks are really rare ones. So they will do that. Yeah, but I mean to the point like CS:GO where you see someone with a top gun, you know that gun. Like of course the they moment, will do that. That's where the big money is for them. Yeah, it's like like in game at the moment, like thousand five hundred dollar. Yeah, mm. like in at the moment in the in the game, you've got like that Assassin's Creed sort of looking coat, haven't you? Yeah, it's worth like eighty pounds, and there's like hundreds of them on Steam for sale. People are buying them for that price, and you know to to earn something in, in game like that, not just for the money side of it, but yeah. for the side of having such a rare item, that's what makes me the want to try and get one of them items. Is what keeps me playing the game. See, I don't care about collectibles at all. But the thing is, if I opened a crate and I got something that was so rare that you'd never see anyone wearing it, I'd be pretty impressed that I own it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Actually, when you said that, because I also was like, yeah, I wouldn't care if I would play the whole game long for 10 years in my underpants. I wouldn't mm. give a damn. But yeah. yeah, I would also be like, wow, if I got something that's really, really, really rare. Yeah. But you know what else I'd like? Like what I'd like to see is obviously they don't want to make any kind of stat changes to clothing or things or guns. So it's not so everything's gonna be the same as what it is, but it's just superficial, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Like it's just clothing items. One thing they could do which I would really like and might not appeal to everyone is you could have like levels. So like level one to ten, you can get a certain range of clothes. And then when you get from level ten to level fifty you might be able to unlock a new range of clothes. So not only can anybody just buy that, they have to spend the time in the game to get to that level. I would you know? be so, for that. So, mm. so that some people... Yeah, yeah, that you have to reach level 100 to get yeah, in. The and, people uh... that have spent the time actually getting to know the game, playing it, they are then open to unlocking more stuff which the newbies can't unlock. Yeah, so you might have like the skin of a gun, gold-plated gun, which is at level 100 only. Yeah, you know. So when you see that guy running with that gun, and you kill him, and he's got that gun on him, you can see the gun on his body. When you kill him, you can see the gold gun. But you can't pick it up because you're not that level. You could pick up the base gun; it just yeah. goes back to the normal skin. But if you was at that level, you could take his, his gold gun. But then you see owns. the guy running around, and he's got a gold gun, and you think, "Do I mess with him?" 
because yeah. he's like level 100. Yeah, so it's not changing the gameplay. You can still take him on if you're good, yeah. but you've got a slight idea that he's good. Yeah. You know, that's that's what collectibles are for me. They're not just collecting and putting my Steam library and leaving it there. It's all about getting to that point where, you know, and I mean extreme lengths, like play the game for 200, 300, 1,000 hours before you're allowed to even unlock these things. So it gives you that incentive to keep pushing and keep grinding, you know? No, yeah. I understand that. That's what I'd like to see. So, like, you get different levels of equipment. You could have normal army stuff like it's in the game now, but then you get to the top level and you've got, like, all sorts of, like, aerial headphones on it. So people are mm. like, look, look that, that dude's got that thing. He must have been playing for a thousand hours, man. Come on. You know? It'd be, it'd be quite good if you could pick colours and stuff. So if they gave you, a, say, a pair of combat trousers and it comes in, like, all different colours. So even though you've got the combat trousers, you could pink, uh, pick to have like a blue pair or a pink pair. Well, like when you click that one button and it locks it to that colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'd be good for teams like us playing as Extreme PC. We yeah. could have... like All of us in pink and blue. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, when we pick our clothes, we pick that colour scheme. So whenever we go out, we've all got the same like matching uniforms. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That's a cool idea as well. Because, again, it's still keeping it not, not going to be game-changing. No. For looks, but it's, you know, it, it would be good. That's a good idea as well. Even if you had to find them in that colour, so you had to go out and trade them more. Yeah, yeah. If they had like a, a marketplace, and yeah. even if money wasn't exchanged, but if you got a pair of pink trousers, but you wanted blue, you put your pink ones on there and say, I want to swap these for blue. Well, that's what they already do, don't they? Oh, they do that already. Yeah, every game which has got Steam integrated does that. If you go to Steam now, you can buy all the items in game. You can sell your items in game for real money. All right, I didn't, I didn't realize you could do that already. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You can do it with all the games you play, you nutter. Yeah, I didn't realize you, you could do yeah. it with this That's already. That's what I'm saying. You see that black coat you see on the floor, like, like a red one and a brown one? They're yeah. a long, long coat? Yeah. There's like a hundred of them on there already. And basically what Steam does is, if so many people put it on there at that price, it will... If someone was to buy it, it comes up showing you from the last price that someone paid. Yeah. There's there's hundreds of them on there, and they've been selling for 80 quid. So if you get that long coat, like, I'm just going to check it now just to make sure. And I'll tell you exactly what it's priced at right now while this podcast is being recorded. Um, Like the, the most expensive in-game, like their player unknown, like price, highest point. There's a crate, a player unknown set crate, which is a rare item of clothing, which I think is a ghillie suit. Yeah, yeah. 200 or something no? there's 7 of them on there for sale and they're selling at £404 <laughs> yeah the trench coat the black one I was telling you about yeah, yeah. looks like an Assassin's Creed coat there's 115 on the marketplace and they're selling at £148.53 ooh they've gone up quite and gone yeah gone up from 80 quid to 148 you know, what about my shirt and tie because that's the only thing I've got so far your white shirt and tie yeah uh, there's not a lot of items of clothing on there at the moment. There's only four pages. You're a pure white shirt and tie 6p at the moment. No, there's 2,900 <laughs> of them on there. Yeah. <laughs> 180 of 6p. The yeah. boots are worth 10p. They were worth 80p when we first got them. Another thing they were talking about in this interview is that they're working and they hired another team, another company, I think. They're working on a replay system. And they say this oh, will yeah, be out yeah. within, the f- within six months and it yeah. will be both 3D as is 2D. So you can also have a top view and you can see where the enemy was coming and where oh, you made cool. your mistakes. And it will be well easy to spot cheaters and yeah. tele- I, teleporters around the map. I because always like always... 
kill cams on games because then you get shot and you go down and you think I had no idea I, where that came they from. They won't put a kill cam in. Though. No, kill cam not. You just you can watch your own replay and you can see it from top down, I think. Oh. Yeah, because the kill cam, otherwise you'd just relay straight to your mate. He's over there. Yeah. That, they wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, true. I suppose because if you're playing like, yeah, as a group, then you straight yeah. away be like, look, he's in that top window. Yeah, yeah I, I'll tell you something I did want to say about, about this game. Did you see the video? Was it you that sent that video of all the funny things? Oh man, there was some funny stuff on that video. I, I'll try and get the video up. I don't know where it is now. But there's one, and there's three guys on the motorbike, and there's obviously guys in oh, the yeah. house. Yeah they, yeah, they come on the motorbike. They're flying along. Yeah, they go up the hill outside the house. They jump over the roof of the house. Whilst they're above the house, they jump off the bike, so they will land on their feet and they shoot three people out of the house <laughs> as they're yeah. landing. Yeah, it was mad. The that other was... motorbike one was the guy who did the jump. Did a backflip over the house, jumped off the bike, landed flat on the floor, lying <laughs> down, took out two people. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, did you see the one as well? There was two other well things that stood out for me. One, the guy runs out of bullets, so he lays on the floor. The guy that's shooting at him thought he had killed him, yep, sees him lay on the floor, one. runs over there, and, he, and then the guy goes, ah, jumps playing up and shoots him in the face. Yeah, yeah he goes, I'm playing dead. Yeah, because he, he put his he put his gun away, didn't he? He laid down yeah. and put his gun away, and the guy came over to have a look, and he pulled another gun out and shot him. Shot him, yeah. The, one yeah, of the best cool. things I've ever seen on a stream was that one guy was just arranging his items, and he was sitting in a car in a Jeep in the back seat, and all of a sudden there came another player, an enemy, and, and he, he didn't realize, and he just stepped into the Jeep and started driving it. <laughs> and the streamer was like, oh my God, he doesn't notice I'm in the car. He doesn't know it. And they were driving like for 30 <laughs> seconds, and all of a sudden he put the, the, the in-game voice chat on. I said, hey guy, could you pull over, please? I have to pee. And you see, <laughs> you see it takes like five or six or ten seconds for this other guy to respond or to, to realize what's going on. And he stops the car and the guy sitting in the back jumps out. The other one ju also jumps out. He just shotguns him in the face. Yeah, I, I saw <laughs> a funny scenario well like that. Oh, the it's guy a shame that you can't shoot inside the car. Yeah, you, you can. You can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. didn't know that. I was watching Doctor Disrespect play with Summit, and they were in their boat, and the doctor was shooting, and Summit was driving, and the doctor was shooting at the at the border, and all of a sudden he shot just shot in the back of the head. Yeah, headshot at Summit, just boof, <laughs> instant kill. <game. laughs> yeah, the other funny thing I saw was a guy standing in the field, and all of a sudden you hear that noise of like a buggy or a car coming, like jeep. Anyway, there's a car coming with three people in it. Yeah. And he turns around, and literally the car is about 10 metres away. Instantly, he presses drops to the floor, <laughs> and he lays down. And the car goes over the top of oh, him. Oh, really? Yeah? Yeah. It goes over the top of him, and he stands back up, doesn't hurt him at all. Turns around, shoots the driver. Driver comes out of the car, runs over there. The other two guys are panicking. He jumps in the car, drives around the house, and runs the other two guys over in their own car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't that, know that. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, I saw that one as well. And the, the reason why the car didn't get him, because there was a slight little ditch. Oh, And so yeah, as, yeah. as the car came for him, he literally <laughs> just dived on the floor because he was in the ditch. <laughs> the car went straight over him. And then, yeah. yeah, he jumps in the car and runs them over. I saw one guy parachuting out, and while he's on a parachute, he's saying, like, oh, I think, I think uh, I'm alone in this thing here. And then he's, like, what, 50 meters above the ground, and he already sees a, a jeep coming in. And he's like, oh, no. And... I swear, as soon as he touches the ground, he gets 
driven over by this jeep as soon as he lands <laughs> instantly it's the kill but I, that's what i want to do i want to shoot someone out of the sky i don't even know if you can yeah you can of course you can yeah. can you yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what i want to do if you make it down very fast and if you take somebody that that that's that deployed his parachute as soon as he jumps out. It will take you at least two or three minutes that you have to loot up before yeah. he will be near the ground. And then, you, yeah, yeah you can just shoot that. him out of the air. I think we spoke about that quite a lot. I, I, I can talk about that game all day. It's sold $34 million in April. Yeah, can you imagine them developers in there? But they were like, yeah, our game just be a normal game. Bang! It's at the top of the list. <laughs> yeah. What I can understand is there's still not not a not a big company like an, e, an EA or whatever that jumped into this market. You've yeah. seen the the success of H1Z1, all the battle royals. This now, mm. some big Activision or whatever has to do yeah, it. So. Someone will come yeah. along and do it but without the thing lag. Is, because they're so money grabbing the big companies. Yeah, they cool. will come in and they'll put buy to win and all that because they just want to fix make the game. It's like something like Hand says. You know, they, they want to make a game money. that you can make yourself. So they just want to put a map, let you get your own devices and take the money. So they'll just charge all the weapons, all the skins, yeah. and they'll just reel the money in. You know, and then they'll leave it. It won't get won't get fixed. It won't get updated. Yeah. And that's where it goes wrong. But yeah, anyway, that question was uh, from John. Cheers for that. Wicked question. He's yeah. uh, got another question later on as well, because it was yeah. obviously a conversation. But Is the anyone next part, still doubting about getting uh, player unknowns? Do it. It's worth it. The only, it. The only yeah. person I know was Tom. He played it a couple of goes. He's like, oh, I don't know if that's for me. It's too slow paced. And I was like, you haven't really bumped into anyone yet to shoot him. But like, he said he kept getting killed. He just got annoyed with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. but then he didn't play with all of us as a group. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Team is a little easier, yeah. Yeah, it, make, it makes a huge difference when you're playing with four people you know. And it's more of a laugh. So even when you're just running across a field... You're all talking to each other. Yeah, come play with me. I always die first anyway. <laughs> so you know where they are. Yeah. Right, moving on. Later on in the conversation on Facebook, there was another question, and this was from Christian. And uh, basically he was talking about his build and what he's going to do and what, how he's been out of the scene and bits and pieces like that. So I'll read this question out. But if you want to go back over Facebook, you can go there and see the whole conversation. Anyway, it says from Christian. I was sucked into doing four-way SLI with my last build. Now I'm looking to get a new high-end build, but is even a two-way SLI with two 1080 Ti's worth doing? Does getting an ultra-wide monitor change your assessment? Now, before I get into the next part of the question, personally for me, to do high-end gaming nowadays, I wouldn't go any more than two 1080 Ti's. It just wouldn't be worth it. For the amount of loss every card you put in, at least with two, you're going to get like a 50% like add-on with that card. You know, you're going to lose power every time you add a third or a fourth. Plus, yeah. I don't even think that they've uh, allowed the drivers out without you contacting NVIDIA anymore. And then they, they give them to you once you've contacted them. You know? But would what you, you, would you play a game at the moment that's out that would need the power of more than two 1080s? I would personally be more worried about playing a game and not being set up for two 1080s. Yeah, exactly. Not being optimized. Because that's the problem that you always come across nowadays. It used to be like that. And then it got really good because everybody was getting like two cards, three cards. And it was like, yeah, we've got two cards in there now. And I've got two 980 Ti's. But now it's sort of got to the point where there's so much power per card. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. One 1080 Ti is is running everything maxed out. Like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, it's just for benchmarking. Yeah, you know. So for for high end builds, 
and for gaming, you know, I wouldn't go anymore. I would I would put ten, two 1080Ti's because you've already got the option to switch one off if it don't work out well, and it's always got enough power in one of them. But you've also got like bragging rights. I've got two 1080Ti's in mine, you know? So, yeah, yeah I would go with that. Jansen, um, getting an ultra-wide monitor, would that change what you think? Um, well, if you go ultra-wide, then you've got more information on the screen, so it is going to use more power to... Yeah, what you're playing, but so, it's not going to affect. I don't because two, no, two cards. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't know because it's it going to affect like, it. Sorry, but it's not going to make a difference to your gameplay without that power. Because no, maybe if, if you going, have a 240 hertz monitor, you also want to run it at 240 frames. So maybe yeah, then. But if you go from like a 1080 to a 1440, it's not a huge amount. It's not like going from 1080 to 4K. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to take more like oomph to i think uh, you need to be more worried about the the hertz of the the monitor yeah but like again, because 1080p is most of the time it's 60 hertz and so the ideal would be to play at 60 frames per second but if you have a 144 hertz monitor you ideal would play on 144 frames per second yeah so you have yeah. to also have a powerful pc to get be able to get a stable 144 frames in an ultra ultra settings yeah exactly because it, it does make a difference to the monitor the, the actual monitor you're buying as well yeah because even though you go ultra wide you have different quality of ultra wide monitors and like you were saying you might get a low-end ultra wide monitor that doesn't make much difference to your 1080 but then yeah. when you are going top end and yeah, like but it's you like said, you go for a free sync and G sync and all that. Yeah, isn't it? It's yeah, like, exactly. It makes a big difference, you know. Yeah. But we'll get. There's another question about that later on. But yeah. uh, anyway, Christian's other question, which was related to this, would be: What would your dream build be today if money wasn't a problem? Now, the first thing that I'd have to say, which you boys would probably say as well, a dream build. Do you mean just the most expensive computer, or a gaming dream build, or just like for rendering and stuff because they're all different if yeah. i was to say dream build i would just think top end doesn't matter what it's for yeah. just yeah. to make it stand out from the crowd yeah, yeah? yeah. now for me personally if i was going to do a dream build i'd be getting that 18 core i9 in there <laughs> yeah with the yeah. latest water cooled fully water cooled motherboard ram graphics cards you know big water blocks i'd have that a massive water-cooled case with all lights, TVs, and I would go for the there. new Corsair Concept yeah. Slate case. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? The Concept Slate. It's been shown now on what is this? Uh, Computex. Computex. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. it's Corsair, isn't it? The yeah, case Corsair. Exactly. They brought out a case which is all glass. It's got curved glass doors, glass front, glass top. It's probably the same height as your waist. Just the <laughs> door alone is heavy enough that you can't pick it up. It's, and it's basically bigger it than holds, a forty-inch TV. It's yeah. much bigger. You can fit two PCs in there. Two yeah, it's got ones. space for two PCs, so you can have your normal PC, top end, water cooled, and you can have like a streaming PC all in one case. But not only does it do that, it also makes it double water cooled on each side. So you can have on the first PC in that case, you can have water cooled into graphics card and a separate loop for your CPU, and that's running on both computers. So you've got four water loops in there. It's got space for something like, I don't know how many precise, but it's like 20 fans or something. It was like, yeah. It's got four quadruple 140 fan radiators in it. And you can fit so many SSDs in the back, so many hard drives. 
it's it's just a crazy immense massive case and but yeah even with all that stuff it's they've made it big enough that there's a, a lot of room even yeah. with all that stuff in there and it actually looks very cool i think yeah, yeah for, it does. for a massive case yeah it's it's quite nice yeah, but a lot of people don't realise though. You know, like you Eight get the MIDI tower, the front. <laughs> and you get like a full tower. Have you ever seen a proper full tower? Yeah, yeah. This is it, like it's on wheels, and it can fit like forty hard drives in it, and it's like <laughs> like a server on wheels, but it's not. It's a tower. You can have yeah. two computers in them and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, getting back to the point, if it was me, I would go for that extreme i nine. I would put probably four ten eighty Ti's in there, not because I need them. But because I can afford them and I've got money to throw away, two of them would hardly even be getting used. It would just be in there. And I'd have this in like one of them Corsair cases with two computers. So I'd have eight 1080s in there. So it'd be four on one computer, four on the other. I'd have water cooling separate for the CPU and the GPU in both computers in there. The computer would be worth about 30 grand, <laughs> wouldn't it? I'd have like the biggest SSDs, like terabyte SSDs. Yeah. I wouldn't have I'd have like M.2s. I'd go different because I'd feel like, yeah, you're just throwing money at it to throw money at it. I would you'd, go complete. You'd build something special, yeah, wouldn't you? Complete one off build. So I'd make my own case and I'd have it milled from a solid piece of aluminium. <laughs> then you're talking a really. Okay, that's. This is, but yeah, I think this is getting off no track. Limit, then. That's, There's that's, a dream yeah. build. If money yeah. wasn't a problem, and money then there's our fantasy of what we would build if we could do anything. Yeah, but that's it. If it, if it was money, no object, it, like someone said, like you could spend millions on it if you wanted, then like, yeah, every little nut and bolt, I'd build it like a um, a Koenigsegg is built. Like every little nut and bolt would be made from titanium. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going a bit too far. I yeah, think the question's more about, like, if money wasn't a problem, what would you throw into this case? Yeah, no, but that's it. It's like, if you're looking at components as well, it's like, what GPU, what processor? I think I would stay more realistic. And, like, yeah, I might go for one of those i9s. I might just have two 1080s and things like that. I, I wouldn't go crazy having, like, four processors and 10 GPUs and things like that. I'd, I'd keep it a realistic gaming build high end yeah. but i would just make every single component custom built custom made what i might put in there is you know that the um is it the asus graphics card that you pulled out which has got the new screen on the side of it yeah is it the it's your version is it the hoff yeah and basically the new hoff graphics card 1080 ti it comes with a screen and it's all lit up it's got all leds all over it so it's all rgb lit up top side front back but what else it's got is it's got an actual tv screen on the side of the graphics card which shows you the clock speeds and the overclock and stuff which is pretty yeah. cool put a couple yeah. of them in there there's a new asus motherboard that's got an oled screen built into the motherboard that gives you all the details about what your motherboard's doing as well oh really yeah that's the thing it's just getting so mad isn't it it's funny because we've just recently been doing a job like everybody's going TV mad, and one of our customers, we've been putting a TV into a case for him, and this thing's totally customized, and it's all like proper new technology. Like we've got a USB free internal running this screen, and it's just like screens are going mental, aren't they? Yeah. 
everyone wants screens. Yeah. Put a screen in it. <laughs> but yeah, so that would be my build in Jansen Field. Uh, let us know what you people would do if you'd do anything different. I think personally, if I got offered a question like that for real life to build it for someone, I probably would be like, look, put a couple of 1080s in there. We'll get the i9. We'll get a really one-off case and we'll do some work to it. And we'll just get it all top end, you know, well highly overclocked. So it's up there with the big boys, you know. Yeah, I think also a point to spend uh, some money on his peripherals, like a keyboard, mouse, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Do you know what? Whenever I, maybe this is just because I do this for work, but whenever I talk to someone, I don't even consider monitor, chair, keyboard, mouse. Some countries I want to build a computer, I wouldn't even say, like if I give them a price, I wouldn't even consider any of that stuff. That's just that's just separate in my books. It's not just the PC, I suppose, because yeah. yeah, if you're saying like, what's your top end build, you, you could say like, what you're going to put in it. But yeah, I agree with Tim. It's like, if you're going your dream build i'd probably even say what desk i would have what chair exactly exactly everything should match and yeah the desk the chair the the whole surroundings where you're sitting that yeah. yeah you can have the biggest high end but if you're sitting in a garden chat yeah <laughs> you know on a lawn on a on a garden chair yeah <laughs> how funny that would be my build right let's move on next this is going back because this is uh, John from earlier's question. And after the monitor conversation, which just came up and the dream build, his reply was, here's a question. Do I understand it correctly that Nick has a 1080Ti but runs it on a 1080p monitor? If so, please discuss this with a big face, smiley face. Is the 1080p monitor at least 144 hertz and G-Sync? <laughs> well, it let is... me answer that quite simply, quite quickly, boys. <laughs> no. It's not. But it isn't IPS, though. It's IPS. Basically, I've got the AOC IPS monitor. I've had it for a few years now. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. The picture quality on it is well good. I've yeah. never actually looked at anything else and thought, yeah, that's as good as my screen. If I do see 4K, and I've got a, I've got a 4K brand new Samsung downstairs. Uh, it's like 16-inch. It's the latest 4K TV out. It's got all the... You can put it on monitor mode and all that, so it's really, really good quality. It's 3D and stuff like that. Like, and I don't really know loads about monitors. I don't know what the refresh rate is on it, but it's probably high. And uh, it's got all gaming mode and stuff on it. But to be fair, my IPS 1080, to me, looks better than the TV downstairs. Because you probably don't... It's probably because of the size. Maybe. Yeah. Because this is a 27-inch at... monitor. Yeah, you're, you're compressing a 1080 picture into a 27 inch yeah square. my point sticks is yeah to be fair i haven't actually played for a long period of time on a 4k or a g-sync or 144 hertz so what i'm used to is only getting better by the game's graphics as i'm playing the games you know do you get what i mean so i haven't experienced for a long enough period of time a much better monitor to go that looks much better i've got to go with it I'm used to my monitor because I'm on it every day. Yeah. yeah. So, you need so it's just something that doesn't mm -hmm. bother me until I go out to the shows and I see everyone up. But why does it look so good? Because yeah, I need, think my 1080 play, is good. You need to play a game that has really high quality graphics. Something like Battlefield 1. You play it on yours and then you play it on like a £1,000 monitor and then you'll notice yeah. a difference. It's, the speed it's and quality, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the same like when you watch TV. You're watching like Sky, and the the picture seems pretty good. 
and then all of a sudden you put on a Blu-ray and you're like, bloody hell, yeah, that that picture was crap compared to this. Yeah, no, I totally understand it, and I totally agree with you. Um, but the one thing I will get across is, obviously, I own Extreme PC UK, and that's Extreme PC UK. So not, basically, not, not Extreme Monitors UK. Yeah, no, but the point I'm getting at is, <laughs> is I whatever the latest card is, I'm likely to get it because it's got to be top end latest stuff. Now, when I take my computer to shows and stuff, the monitor doesn't really bother me because people are looking in the computer for me normally. So it's like I have to have the latest like hardware for the computer, but the TVs and monitors don't really bother me that much. Like, like I've got I've got four screens here, yeah, and you'll laugh at this. I've got my AOC 27-inch monitor, which is just a normal IPS monitor, which I really like. That's my main monitor. To the right of that, I've got an AOC, the same monitor IPS, but in a 22 and a half inch, yeah. To the left side of that screen, I've got a teak crap old TV, which isn't <laughs> even HD, which is going to keep my team speaking stuff on. And then to the right of that, I've got an LG old school monitor running off of like the old um, VGA cable running the server that we use. So it's like I've got a whole, <laughs> I've got a whole array of rubbish monitors. And this amazing computer that could power all of them, like, running whatever. How many but hertz is your monitor then? I think it's only 60 hertz, my monitor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I could test it by pressing a few buttons. But, yeah, I think it's 60 hertz. But like I said, I always feel if you're, if you're happy with the graphics you're using and it's, it's working for you, then don't upgrade it because everybody else is like, all right, not as good as what I've got, you know. I want to be, I want to get to that step when I come to it. So I'll go around Jazz's house, look at his 4K TV, and go, "Oh my god, my graphics are so behind." You know, even though I've got a card that can power them, and then I'll go out and buy one. And I'll be like, "Wow, I've just made a massive jump." Otherwise, you're just trickling along with it all the time. If you know what I mean? Mm. Pump of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kind of like, uh, my visuals have to be as good as i can get with me it's like i have to have a big screen i can't use these little like 27 inch monitors but apparently the 27 inch monitor well up until 4k it was the sweet spot for a monitor size that was the best size you can get for like picture quality size apparently now that you've got the 4k out 32 inch monitor is the, the prime size that's the best size you can get for picture quality I pixels and stuff no yeah, i don't know it depends on what uh panel you're using because yeah. you maybe got things like picture uh, pixel pitch how dense are the pixels but that was like when you said picture picture pick up pixel pitch yeah you got the right tongue twister there sorry that <laughs> makes me being a bit silly always look better on a 27 inch and on a 32 inch sorry an exact same panel, so if you take a panel, an IPS with this hertz and this blah, 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 it will look always better on a 27-inch than on a 32-inch. Yeah. Yeah, because the obviously... Are squashed the down, aren't they? Yeah, 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 exactly. You're, you're anything bigger, you're stretching that picture. And I think it's also... Yeah. I don't know. I think above 30-inch, if you look at the top left corner, it's hard to see what's happening in the... The bottom yeah, right the corner, it's a little too far away. The comparison which I'm getting at, though, is from 27.1080 to 32.4K. Obviously, you've got 4K, 4K, 
squashed down into that space compared to a 1080 stretched into a 27-inch monitor. You know what I mean? Yeah. A high-level 1080p monitor, even if it's 60 hertz, but if you have a very good panel with very good contrast and a view angle and whatever, will always be better than a medium-priced 4K, 40-inch, whatever. Yeah. and that's my argument right there. When I got my monitor, it was a pretty decent monitor. Oh. And Jansen's seen it. The quality on it is amazing, isn't it, Jans? Yeah, it's good. It is good for a 1080. And I've always said the reason why I'm not going to upgrade to 4K yet is because I'm waiting for a 4K panel to come out, which is a decent price, and it's got the quality this has got in 4K. Yeah, there's, they're coming out, though. But it's still wet expensive. Yeah, right. that's. But if you want a four, if if you want a 4K TV of good quality. Good luck finding one under three thousand pounds. Exactly, that's why I've got one downstairs. That's what expensive. Yeah, yeah. You need a ten-bit uh, HDR. Uh... Yeah, no, the one downstairs and, and is perfect. Yes, but that's what I'm looking at right now. What the panel you've got? Yeah, I've got a forty-inch four K TV that I'm using yeah. as my monitor. How many bit is your HDR? Ten. How many hertz is this monitor? Sixty. Sixty. Well, the thing is, we'll get into it later because yeah, the whole question it, about it. Yeah, it's all the settings that you have to change to make it yeah. the way the way you want it. Yeah, and this is something that my area. I this is not my area. This is Jansen's area. To be honest, this sounds probably pathetic considering I build computers, but monitors. I would go to Jansen and say, "Look, I need to get a decent monitor. What, what do you want? What should I get? Otherwise, I'm I'm back to basics. I'll go in the shop and I'll be like, that one looks nice. IPS. Yep, done." Which probably isn't a good thing, but it's just I don't know. I just don't don't really get that involved with it. You know? I'm playing on a 10-year-old Philips Ambilight TV. It's also 32 inch, but that was at that time like about like the top of the range. I also paid top dollar for it, and you have a decent mode. And if you tune it down, it actually runs pretty good at a monitor. The yeah, only but thing with that that's a problem. I want to upgrade, but yeah, yeah, it was it's original Philips. It's not 10 years ago. It's not. The new Philips, uh, hmm. still the good old one. Now they sold it to some other company who's making it under their name. I do have to be honest though, I did see a monitor at one of the shows, it was an Asus, and it was like their top end monitor. And I think you was with me, Jansen, and we saw it, hmm. and we were just like, wow, that thing's mad. Yeah. The quality and the speed of the things moving on the screen and yeah. stuff, it was just unbelievable. And this thing was massive. It was the size of my desk, it was an ultra widescreen. But obviously it was the same height. It, it was, was a, like a 32 inch ultra wide. Massive. Oh. Yeah, 144 hertz. Uh, that is so smooth if you see it. Yeah. But anyway, let's move on. That was from John. And that sort of takes us into where the conversation led after that. So next bit is from Yoshi. And he says, both Acer Predator X27 and the Acer Swift PG27 UQ have announced a 4K 144 Hz HDR Quantum Dot G-Sync Monitor. Yeah, so they're both bringing these out. It says, I am certainly aware that running 4K at 144 Hz will require some serious hardware, and it is way beyond my means. But what interests me is the HDR and Quantum Dot with 100 plus Hz and G-Sync. This will certainly enhance graphics quality, even when running at, let's say, 1080 or 1440. No, it says. That is a question. So, will it? And yes. then he says, also, this might future-proof me. So he says, 
I read that these new monitors are 422 chroma subsampled at 4K HDR 144Hz, which makes sense because the current HDMI generation ports and one display port 1.4 just wouldn't have the bandwidth. And then he's got a link for uh, one of the things. Anyway, if you caught up with all that, he says, this is the question. Will these monitors run 444 chroma at lower hertz? Or will 4K at chroma 422 really be that bad? Thoughts on running 4K monitors on lower resolutions, example 1080p, 1440p, while waiting to upgrade the hardware in future to 4K, may be a good explanation what 422 chroma means. Love the podcast, guys. Keep it up. He says, just a shout out to the Belgians on the podcast as well. Yo, the man. And he says he is half Flemish living in Australia now. And he says, yo, the money. Yo, the money. <laughs> what How does that it? mean? He says, yo, the dudes. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. So my English accent just says, yo, the man. <laughs> I thought he was saying, <laughs> yo. you, the man. You, the man. <laughs> Belgians are you, the men. You, the men. <laughs> but right, anyway, yeah. Jans, take it away with your questions and answers, dude. Well, the thing is, I was checking out these two monitors and they're basically identical monitors. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if the panels came from the same company. And they're both using the Quantum Dot technology that Samsung uses in their top-end 4K TVs. Do you know what that is? What, the Quantum Dot? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically just a technology that gives you deeper blacks and better colours. Okay. So it, it's just another thing that they've added to give you like a better quality picture. Yeah. But yeah, they're using that technology in these panels and they've both got a response time of like four milliseconds, which is pretty impressive for yep. that kind of monitor. The thing is, it's like when I when I was checking them out, it said that the Asus one, it said Swift. that it, it was, yeah, the Asus Swift, it said that it was IPS. And when I was looking at the Acer one, it didn't say IPS anywhere. But I don't know if it was just that um, they hadn't put it on there. Yeah, weren't listed. Yeah, because they're so similar, it makes me think that they're both basically the same thing. Is there a big price difference between them? Well, it's hard to find prices for them as well because they're so new. That it looks oh, like it? yeah, it looks like they're about twelve hundred pound. So the sort of ones you see at the top of the advert, and you're like, that looks good. Try and find some information, there's nothing there. Yeah. So it's (laughs) probably about, the prices I saw was in dollars. So it looked like it was about $1,200. And this is for the 27-inch, but I think they do a bigger version as well. I'm not 100% sure on that. But yeah, basically what he's talking about with the chroma is when you have the color on the screen... It's with RGB where it's split into three. With yep. the chroma, it's split into three as well. So you have your colors and you have your shades. So when you've got four, 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 that means that it that's how it was made. That's like completely uncompressed. But that means that the file size is that much larger. When you go okay. down to four, two, two, you've then got a compression on it. So, so the 444 is a much better quality. Yeah. So as you as those numbers drop, it You're means losing. that yeah, they're compressing it more and more. So you can get like 421, 420, 410. So for me to just try and explain this easy to people, it's like when you download a film off the internet and 
you're trying to play it back and it will run at a certain speed like the download speed yeah so if you want to say you want to stream it to your tv and it says oh it's running at 30 megs per second this will then squash that down to seven megs a second to get it to run smooth yeah it's like when people rip dvds or blu-rays the actual raw footage on the blu-ray is 40 gig and someone will compress that three gig like three gig and then when you watch it back it's it's the exact same file but it's compressed so much that you've lost like a lot of the detail in it so things like the the contrast ratio will be so low that in a dark environment you'll see like lots of like like artifacts on the screen where what well, you're mentioning that, can I just, because this is something that I've been wondering about. Like, I've got the, one of the best TVs you can get downstairs, but mm. when I stream certain things, when it gets into a black screen, like you just said, I get big squares. Yeah. Is that because of the quality of their end putting it through to me? Yeah, because when they, you notice more on shade than you do on color. And this is yeah. the whole thing with the chroma. The four, uh, the first four is the shade. So they try and keep that four so that you have that higher contrast ratio. But then, otherwise it's blocky in the, in the yeah. darks. And what they do, they, comp- they compress it in the colors where your eyes don't pick it up as much. And yeah. what you're seeing is where you've got like a hundred shades of white to black of all the different grays in between. They've then cut that from a hundred different shades to four shades. And that's why you get those distinct lines of black Light grey, light grey, light grey, white. Yeah, because I wondered, because I was thinking, like, what is my internet quality downloading, like, streaming stuff? It's obviously, like, Netflix and stuff like that. But it must just be where they're trying to download it so fast that I'm watching it, streaming it. And, like, because I only notice it in the dark blacks all the time. It'll go to a black screen. All the people in that are all right. But same as the black background, it'll be, like, a giant, like, six-inch square. Like, the whole thing's just been blurred into one square. Yeah. And And pixelated. Uh, with that that's just a basic overall compression so they're compressing the whole file um so when you get like a subsampling they've done it in a way that it doesn't affect what you see as much but the so it's taking advantage of the weaker parts of your eye exactly and so they can put a 4k hdr picture at 144 hertz down a display port cable so that you can see something of that high quality but the thing is if you go 444 that file size is so high that you don't have the bandwidth on the cable so like he was saying is it going to make a huge difference i personally see the difference because the way that i explain it to people is that when you have a 444 uh chroma if you had a, a blank white screen and you put a black, one pixel black in the middle, it would just be all white and one black pixel. If you go down to 422 and you looked at it under a magnifying glass, you'd see that one black pixel, but you'd see gray pixels around the edge of it. And obviously that's an extreme because you're looking at one pixel, but when that's over your whole screen, you lose that It's blurring out everything, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, because with 4K... It's so sharp and so crisp that when you've got that little gray edge, it softens everything. So you don't feel like you're getting that crisp 4K resolution and you're not, you're, 
you're not getting the quality that you should be getting. Yeah. So if you have the 444 chroma, then you haven't got enough bandwidth in the cable to, to take that to the TV from the graphics card then, yeah? Yeah. So what, what's the next step for this, to get a, a bigger bandwidth cable to, to go uh, on a different well, thing what? Is, Yeah, you have to use two cables. This is what people are doing with 8K monitors. You're having two display ports. When first came, when 4K came out, that's what they used to do then. Yeah. You didn't have the higher bandwidth cables then. Yeah, because I think it was back when you it was all like HDMI and you had to have two yeah. HDMI cables. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like you, you won't get any kind of quality like this through a HDMI. It's going to have to be a display port. But again, you're not going to get the 444 because it's impossible to do at the moment. They might bring higher bandwidth cables out later on. So what's the next step that you would take? Is it to, like he says, to go with a different screen size or to go uh, down? Well, the thing is, like, they might have settings in there that you can change. Because you're so, talking about doing 444 at 4K, aren't you? Yeah. So, so if you were to do 444 at 1080? Yeah, that would work. 444 at 1080, that would work. But then you, the way that certain TVs and monitors work, when you choose one thing, it cuts something else off. Yeah, so balance. when they say that they have this, 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 and this, you think compromising oh, I, something yeah, else. I can have all of that running at the same time, and that's not usually the case. It means that on a TV, you can have four, four, four subsampling, but as soon as you turn game mode on, that drops to four, two, two. But not everyone knows that. Everyone thinks like, well, I put game mode on because it's going to give me better response time, but. Yeah. The hardware can't handle all of that. So it has to make compromises in different places. So do you have the higher response time or do you have the sharper image? And that's his question. What would you do? Um, well, me personally, if he's going for a monitor like that, the, the quality of the monitor is so high, he probably won't notice the difference from the 442 to the 444. And he's then getting such a high like response time and such a high refresh rate. That's moving so fast you don't yeah, notice as much. Yeah, because it will be so clear when it's moving quickly. And the other thing, like a lot of people keep going on about HDR. With HDR, Isn't HDR just brighter colours? Well, it's it's basically like a high dynamic range. Because yeah, I've got that on mine, my TV downstairs. Yeah. And yeah, like the greens and stuff like that, they do pop out. Like my missus doesn't like it. But watching the TV and she says it's unnatural colour. Yeah, that's it. It Sometimes you get like a picture that is, they're trying to make it so realistic, it becomes unrealistic. Yeah, it becomes like 3D and popping out of the screen at you. Yeah. But, and but for like, games, this, this should work pretty good. It, well, the thing is, you want it to look the way it was intended to look. And a lot of, like HDR started with photographers where they would take a picture off, say, like a cathedral. Then they take one with like a really, like, dark exposure and one with a really light exposure and then they would pick overlay. And choose the bits. No, they overlay all three together and they merge no, but them together. HDR with this has something to do with the colors, not with the brightness and the contrast, I think. It's no, the, it's, it's the... exposure. It's, it's overexposure and underexposure. So you've got the full range. So when, when you don't have HDR, you're slap bang in the middle. When you've got HDR, you've got the extreme end high and extreme end low and then they bring them all together. Yeah, so that's what that's what I was saying. Yes. Basically the best of both worlds. Yeah, like so you've got the extreme you, dark and extreme light in certain areas. Yeah, so you've got all the really deep dark shadows, but you also have all the bright 
colors, yeah. lights as well, but then you've got all the colors. But sometimes that's not what you want in a certain situation. It depends so, on the, 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 the input you have. Some games are made for HDR, some, and some get updated for it, and some don't. Yeah, well, this is, yeah, this is the other thing. It's like you have to have a HDR source. HDR doesn't, isn't something that's running all the time. The source has to have HDR for the, the monitor or the TV to be able to read it. And I do know in the last Windows update, they added a HDR button that you could turn on and off. So I don't know if then Windows running in the background is like creating the HDR signal to then put out. But then how good is that HDR? This is what I don't like with Windows at the moment. They keep adding so many buttons. Hmm. Like we went to a customer's house and all we had to do was fit a TV and a grill in. We spent four hours there because we had an update for Windows. It lost all the drivers for the new screen because it's so new. And it was just like... Why Windows? Hmm. Yeah. It's just happening all the time to people. Yeah. I'm waiting for this game boost mode. I thought yeah. that was what the update was, yeah, but we were getting at the time. Yeah, I think that's in the last update they just did. Isn't that yeah. creator? Is, is it still? Yeah. yeah? It's, it rolls yeah. out at different times, unless you get it yourself. It rolls out um, randomly in different places. So I think over here it's just started rolling out. I don't know if it is the game games mode, but something mm. big could just come out like a service pack or something. But yeah, to check this. like with, with these monitors, I'd say that like these are pretty much the best monitors on the market at the moment. So whichever one he goes for, he's basically buying the best monitor you can buy. But I think it's a bit of a waste of money if you're just going to run 1080 because these you monitors... You say that about me with my graphics card now. Yeah, it's like the, these monitors are designed for like high-end gaming PCs, you've got to be running a bit of a beast to be able to get the full potential out of it. Yeah. yeah. And he's talking about future-proofing himself, but you're going to waste money by buying it now, yeah. not not getting the full benefit of it. And then something so then, newer coming out later before Exactly, or this one dropping in price. So by the time he then upgrades his PC to be able to run this, he could then have bought it at that point. I know what he should do. At a lot cheaper price. He should go and buy an AOC 1080. And then smash IPS. it. Yes. Then smash it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, do you know, for me personally, yeah, I've got the massive graphics card in there, which should be running something really powerful. But the point for me is, is the computer's more important and I'll upgrade the monitor later on, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But, but I will get a top end monitor, but I just. Yeah. That, that graphics card cost me 800 quid. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of the time people think like they've got to put a lot of money into their PC because they've got to run the game as smooth as possible and as accurately as possible because when they're playing a game, that's what's important. Yeah, so when, like when GC come out, that, that squashed a lot of stuff. You can lose out of 60 frames. You can run it at 45 frames and still have it pretty smooth. Yeah. You know, which you couldn't do without G-Sync. But I've, I've never even used a G-Sync one, that's funny. Me neither. No. But they should be pretty good, actually. They are, they are. Everyone I know that's got one has said it's amazing and the, the difference in quality, like even Hans, he's like, the difference in the quality is so smooth. Yeah. You know, that it makes the whole difference with the frames. You don't need the frames anymore. Yeah, true. No more uh, screen tearing. But right, yeah. hopefully that, uh, that, that answers your question. Jansen knows his stuff. And uh, I learned a little bit as well. 
because I didn't yep, have to Chromas. Yeah, me Chromas, indeed. Yeah, it's like being in school. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right, let's move on. Next question. We've got loads of questions. This one's uh, from Trubshaw. Cheers, Trubshaw. We love your questions. You regularly uh, write into us with, with good questions, and they're always like really random and different ideas and stuff to come up with. So it's pretty cool. It keeps us on our feet and come up with new ideas. And he says, Hi all, I'm still really enjoying your monthly podcast. Now, with Elite Dangerous about to release their PS4 version to add to their Xbox and PC game, my questions are, can all gamers compete fairly in the same server with three different types of hardware? Do you know or have you played any other games where all gamers compete in the same server? Looking forward to your option, uh, to your opinions. Cheers, Trubshaw. And like we spoke earlier, I think this is about cross-platform. Yeah, yeah. like what we argued about earlier. <laughs> yeah. So it's quite funny that your question came now and we've already had an argument about yeah. it. But yeah, at the end of the day, can play cross-platform. And I think it comes down to more how serious a gamer you are. If you're just chilled out and relaxed, you wouldn't care who you're playing. You're playing with your mates. Yeah. But if I, I you're a bit that... more competitive, it's like, I need to win. So I need yeah. to be on the best quality equipment to win this battle. I think that's a big part of it where you have these serious gamers and like they spend thousands just to get like that little extra edge against everyone else. And yeah. like you get the other people who just play for fun. They don't but, care. Like look at Tom. With. He's been playing Star Conflict now for about six months. And this is a free to play game. He's put loads of money into it. And it's because it's a competitive game. He, he gets into that game and he wants to be the very best. For six months, no lie, for six months, every single day, he jumps on that computer every single day within 24 hours to make sure he gets his daily rewards so that he can be the best he can be. And he's aiming to get a certain ship and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So it, it, it's that competitive streak. It's like a gambler. You have to keep going and you have to get to the top. You have to try and win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what games have you boys played that's cross-platform? Only one I can say is Rocket League. But like I said, in Rocket League, it's only uh, servers you can play. Like you can't play in competitive, or you can't play in like ranked matches. So it defeats the object there. What games have you played where it's cross-platform? I played some Forza Three Horizon or Forza Horizon Three with my friends on cross-platform with uh, Xbox One and PC. And Notice that any worked, difference? Uh, no, flawlessly actually. Oh, really? Honestly, I could just jump into their game. They could on the fly. I could without I, without loading. I, or anything. I mean, in competitive, this though, like when you're racing someone, did they have an advantage? Did you have an advantage with your mouse and keyboard, or was you playing on? I was also well? playing on controller on PC. Yeah, so, so I was going to say, like a game like Forza, even hardcore gamer PC gamers would probably use uh, a steering wheel yeah, or yeah. a controller because. It doesn't make sense, like whether keyboard yeah. and mouse is good or bad. It doesn't make sense to use it for a car game. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You have like, a massive think of... disadvantage if you play a car game with your keyboards. I can't yeah, think it's of... like playing an FPS with a steering wheel. Yeah, no, it's like driving a car, and you every time you turn, you can only turn the steering wheel the maximum every time yeah. you have to turn. So you're always <laughs> like maximum nothing, maximum nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like tap, that's tap, what tap, you do. Tap, yeah, yeah, tap, tap, tap. tap. <laughs> Well, with a controller, you can be very smooth and yeah. drive like a real car. Looked it up, and there's a couple on it, but nothing, uh, nothing really. Like you got Street Fighter Five, it says, but I haven't played cross-platform. It says on PC, PS4. 
you've got like Tom Clancy's The Division says it's on PC, Xbox One and PS4, but I don't know again if that's actually cross-platform playing together. Yeah, because this is the thing. Sometimes it comes out on all games and they're all online, but they're not all playing together. Yeah, they're all on their own servers. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything else other than Rocket League, but I know there are a couple we've played um, before. I was looking here now at... There uh... was Minecraft, wasn't it? Wasn't Minecraft the first cross-platform they... game? Uh, Nintendo. You, actually. Is it, was it Nintendo? Yeah, it's... it was. The things I see here from the Play Anywhere, that's from Windows and Xbox. It's like Gears of War 4, Killer Instincts, Forza Horizon 3, ReCore, yeah, that, Astroneer, that, that um, prime Arc. example, like he's saying, is Minecraft. It wasn't Nintendo. It was what they was talking about for Nintendo. Minecraft was the first one that came out. It was about a year or two back. It might have been about a year at one of the big shows. And the massive like update was... We're going to bring Minecraft cross-platform the realms to everybody. Yeah. But it really did annoy me because they said they'd bring realms to everybody, but my Wii U, which my kids use, was the only thing that didn't get it. So you could <laughs> even play on like a handheld in the same realm, but you couldn't do it on the Wii U. Yeah. So this I got website annoyed. also lists Ark as a cross-platform. Also, the new Sea of Thieves that's going to come out will be cross-platform. Resident yeah. Evil Seven. Halo Wars, Fallout Shelter. To be fair, I've got no no issues with cross-platform because I always believe, a bit biased, I believe the PC is always going to be a game where you can use mouse and keyboard a little bit faster, so I hope I'm going to have that little bit of edge over good controller players, you know? Depends yeah. what game. I hope. I think Ark <laughs> you can play fine with a controller. You don't need keyboard and mouse for Ark. But is Ark actually cross-platform? It says here a list of Xbox Play Anywhere games, and Ark is listed, yeah. Yeah, but I think they're listing it cross-platform as in the way of it plays. You've got Ark servers for PlayStation, you've got Ark servers for whatever, but I don't think they're mixed cross-platform where you play That could be, that could be. It could also mean, actually, that once you... It could also mean the Play Anywhere, I have to figure this out, actually, that that once you buy the game on Xbox, that you also bought it on Windows, that you don't have to buy it. If someone said to me, a cross-platform game, I would assume, straight away, it means working together at the same time on two different types of console or PC. On the same server. Yeah, all on the same server. Not yeah. meaning, oh, it's cross-platform. You can buy it on a PlayStation or you can buy it on Xbox. But True. Totally I think I'm looking at the wrong list here. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> a Play Anywhere, but I think Play Anywhere really means like if you buy it on Windows, you automatically have bought it on Xbox. And but they also have the, the way thing around. of like you buy it on your PC, but then it's also available on your Xbox and yeah, your that's phone. What I'm, that's what I just... Yeah, but the thing is you can play your personal game. So say you play Forza on your PC... You could then go to your Xbox and carry on your game. Yeah. So yeah. even though you're not playing on servers with other people, why would anyone want to do that? Play anywhere. You can just yeah, because then it's be on, on your, your PC well. and you stop playing. Oh, I'm gonna play on my Xbox in the in the kitchen or why? Because it's on a different room and it's much chiller there. It's yeah. like 40 degrees in summer. If you if you've got a PC, <laughs> but it's a family PC, and then like but then people miss... should have their own air conditioning units. Hand made. Hand yeah, if, if you're sharing like things in the house, it's like, say your kid gets on the PlayStation or the Xbox, you get on the PC, but then your missus needs to get on the PC to do the online shopping, you get on the Xbox, but then it, someone's on no, both of those. you need to start wearing so, the trousers. So you then like get on your phone. <laughs> yeah, so what do you reckon, really Tim? nice, actually. He needs to grow some trousers and say, no, no, no look, I'm yeah, doing Grow this. some trousers. 
Gross and trousers. You're in the <laughs> middle of a match. You need to go to the toilet. You can just keep on racing yeah. on your phone. How cool it's is that, that? It's like the uh, Nintendo Switch. It's that thing of like you play anywhere, however you want to play. You play yeah. on your big TV. You play on the little TV. Play together. Take it on the bus. Take it in the toilet. Play yeah. in bed. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's that's the future of gaming. That's the way it's going to go. And because so many people are on different platforms. You get gamers that only game on their smartphone. But then it's bringing those people into the gaming realm of where we are on our PCs. So we all get to play together. Yeah. What's your view on this? Like, Obviously, I've got a nice PC set up. I've got a Twitch set up and all that sort of stuff. What is your view on people that like... Because you get some really big streamers which only use console. Yeah. How do you feel about that? What does it make you feel? I'm not bothered. I just think you you play what you want to play. Yeah, I, I just think it's mad. Like you'd have this whole stream set up and everything, all this stuff, capture cards and everything, just to have an Xbox. Yeah, but it's, it's not it's easy, not about smooth. it's not about the hardware they're playing on. If somebody is a very good FIFA player, he he can play on an Xbox 360, and he is if he's a good streamer, people will watch him. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It doesn't matter what he's playing on. It if he's a very good Pokemon Go player and he plays on his old Nokia and he walks around <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a crappy little town, well, but he's a very good streamer. Pokemon Go. I think you've got people watching crash him. on it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. What? <laughs> what do we keep going about Pokemon Go? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, there are yeah. there's a couple in Korea that streams. Oh, they do on, nothing. Just eat hold dinner on one and things like that. Hold on. <laughs> I've just got a Pikachu turned up outside my window. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it breaks your window. Yeah, it would as I threw it out. <laughs> no, but you have this Korean couple. They do nothing, just walk around a bit. They have like 2,000 people watching them always. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you ever see that argument of the guy who's in, like, um, in America or Canada or something, he's in like a national park, and there's a, he's standing in the middle of a road like literally smack bang in the middle of the road and there's a guy going beep 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 on hoot beep get out of the way you idiot he's like I'm trying to catch this rare Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like get out of the road you ass I see oh, the man. video of an Amsterdam on a park when it when the hype just got real you know yeah yeah and everybody's running like, like oh my god there is one this Pokemon sighted <laughs> there and then yeah. the whole crowd just moves the whole crowd <laughs> yeah, the whole park like a, is a horde of zombies Yep. Just yeah. legging it through the park. Madness. Funny. But like you drive past the park and there'd be groups of people just all standing there and they're all like trying to look around to get it. Sad man. Well yeah, but coming back to what you were saying, I don't I don't I don't think it matters if you play on a console or if you have the biggest biggest if you have a, a eight PC setup and whatever. And no, at the end well, of the day, it's whatever certain, you want to play on, you yeah, play certain, on those. Certain games only come on console as well. Yeah. So true. like Injustice Two. I wanted to get that and then it comes out and it's only on console. So I wanted to watch gameplay of it. So I had to watch people playing it on a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. No, and some that. games are just not, not, not fun to watch also. Fun to play, but not fun to watch. Mm. Yeah. Like something that's very fast, like maybe like, like for instance, a Quake, you know? Mm. People just to respawn me, I think and die, respawn and die. It's about the way you've, brought, you've been brought up with what you've been doing. Like I spent all my life playing consoles. But, like, I distinguish certain things, like Nintendo. I wouldn't class that as an Xbox or a Sega or anything like that. You know, 
Nintendo is a totally different kettle of fish. I've got Nintendo downstairs. It's got all the old Zelda's on it, all the old, all the old games, all the Mario's, everything, because they were just so separate from everything else. But then I think where the problem lies is because the PC, Xbox, and PlayStation can be cross-platform, you get groups of people with the same games on the same things. Now, if you had an Xbox had its own group of games, like Nintendo does, and PlayStation had their own group of games compared to the PC, then I think I'd be more like, yeah, fair enough, I need to get a PlayStation because that's got that group of games that I want. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Nintendo's got called its own... exclusives. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but it's like Nintendo's got its own group of games which you don't get nowhere else. They stick to the same games over and over again, but it's their games. Or do uh, Xbox and PlayStation. Uncharted, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, they Final do, but Fantasy, Horizon. Gears of War. Yeah, I get that, but Nintendo's games are more specific and out there. than ha- Halo. It's hard to explain <clears throat> what I mean, but you know what I mean. Halo is also a class on their own. Yeah, you're just talking about games that are exclusive to certain consoles. Yeah, yeah but what I'm saying is, my point I'm getting at is, as you've grown up, yeah, like me, I played on consoles and that, and then when I got to a certain level, I went on, I got PC like 20, 30 years ago, whatever, and then I stopped playing PCs, I started going to consoles. But then when I came back to the PC, for me, I saw a massive difference at that point, and now, unless a, a, a console overtakes a PC, which it's not going to do because of the hardware, Unless it overtakes it and it shows me much better stuff on on a console, but it's not going to happen. Then yeah, I would start thinking. Right, it also you know depends what? on your budget, you know. Yeah, Dan, that's true. But it also when like when I've the time before, when I started to go uh, to to move to console, it was just budget wise, you know. How much is yeah. a console now? Five hundred quid. Are you crazy? You can get for one hundred fifty pounds. You can. No, I'm, I'm talking about when a brand new one comes out on day one. They're I like think so. Four hundred, five hundred. Yeah. So if you was to buy a PC, you could get a pretty decent, like low. Five hundred, everything yeah. with a case and a keyboard and a mouse. Yeah, you because can you get. Think, I can build, You get a controller and everything. Just go on my it. site. Go on my website. There's a PC there. Um, I think it's five uh, four nine nine, and that will play most things ten eighty on ultra settings. But there is also the thing of like, say, a ten year old kid knows nothing about PCs, wants yep. to start gaming, they buy an Xbox because it's plug and play. They can't be bothered with the thing of like getting a PC, hooking it up, and I'm then not getting, being a, funny, James. getting a blue screen. Or if you're a dad and you want to... kid, you, you back don't in wanna... our day, fair enough. Or your mum would drag you in the shop, you'd be like, I want a computer. And she'd be like, yeah, you're going in gaming, you're buying that. Hmm. I know a lot of people who won't buy their kids a PC or because they're like, oh, they just want to play games. I'd rather buy them an Xbox. If I buy them a PC, every month I have to clean the PC and get rid of the viruses and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that is true, which obviously I don't have to worry about that. But what I will say is how many kids nowadays, I could put you in a room of school kids and they probably know more about hacking, doing things to your computer than you know. That's true. That's how we also were with our parents. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're just getting so, old. But the point was, you certain, just said that's a certain group of kids that are into PCs. No, not, loads of them. Yeah, I, I know loads of them, but they're the ones that are into it. Not all kids know it that's right. about PCs. True, true, like, true. My my nephew, he's like I think he's like ten or eleven now, and like he's got an Xbox, and that's we'll sort him out then. That's what I, he plays these games on, but he, he doesn't know anything about computers. Actually, See, to be honest, I don't know any kids that are good with PCs. Really? Yeah, actually, to be honest. It's like with my nephew, I was playing um, Overwatch on his uh, Xbox with him, and I was thinking, this looks really like bad. 
And then I went into his settings. He had it set to 720, even though he's got a 1080 <laughs> TV he's playing it on. But he didn't know yeah. what it was. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm not being funny. You'd be so, so surprised how many computers I get from people and they go, the graphics, you know, I've seen this game <laughs> online or whatever and it looks really good, but my graphics are crap. And you go in and they've even got it on HD ready. It's like, yeah. it's on like 600 yeah. like, pixels. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look, I press a button. And they're like, what? What did you do? Yeah. Like, I just changed the resolution to what your TV is. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's these basic things. It's like, my yeah. kids, now, there's this goes two really separate ways. My missus believes my kids should not be on the computer. They shouldn't be online and they shouldn't be doing stuff to do with PCs because they're not prepared. And they're not at the mental age and they're not ready for it. Yeah? Now, yeah, that's true. Out in Outside in the big wide world, you're getting kids... Like, do you remember when that game came out where you're putting plastic bags over people's heads and stuff? What was it called? Hunt. Man, or like, manhunt. manhunt. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, that's true. If you do see these sort of things, you might be inclined to go and do something like that. But the way I see it is you teach your kids. And if you're with them at that time when you're teaching them and you show interest to your kids and you get them involved with stuff, then they won't be like that. You know, yeah. if your kid watches a computer game and then goes and puts a plastic bag over someone's head, he's an arsehole. That's the end of it. Like, because he's been brought up in a bad way. You should be teaching your kids. Like, like I said, my kids play games which have got guns in. I tell them they're Nerf guns. They know that they wouldn't get... If, they, if I gave them a gun, they wouldn't go and shoot someone in the street because they know better. Don't you yeah. think? But Ellen's yeah. like... My missus is like, oh, I don't think you're playing that. It's bad. It's an 18 that you're playing. And my view is, look, I'm watching them. I know what they're doing. I know how they feel about it. And I'm teaching them what's right from wrong. You know? And how did we learn how, when I was young, I was also playing games that... Mate, back in my day, exactly. my mum would shut the door and go, get on with it, you bunch of asses." <laughs> We'd be playing all sorts of games. Yep, me too. My, my yeah. parents had no idea what I was doing on a computer. Do you know what? Do you ever remember the film American Werewolf in London? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched that at probably five years old and absolutely pooed my pants. <laughs> my mum took it away and put it in a cupboard somewhere. Said, Don't touch that. It's very scary. You're going to give yourself nightmares for the rest of your life. So what do I do? I go find it where she's hidden it when she goes out. I put it back on again. I scare the crap out of myself again. <laughs> but now I like horror films. Yeah, you know? but I, I was the same. I'm not just <laughs> we don't into... want to get into your video antics. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not just into movies now. I've, I've been a movie buff since I could watch films. So as soon as I could get hold of videotapes, I was getting all kinds of... I had a mate, and his dad was a proper like movie buff, and he had something like like five thousand videotapes in his house. Every wall was covered with shelves <laughs> of videotapes. What kinds of videos were they? Everything, literally every film you could think of, he Crazy. had it on video. In his kitchen, he had I bet shelves. He was gutted the when the video recorders left. Yeah, but he he's been doing this since he was like ten years old. And now he's got his whole life. He's got an empty house now with shelves everywhere, totally empty. And he's got one USB stick. Yeah. But the thing <laughs> is, it's like, yeah, everything went into storage. But a lot of what he had were original copies in mint condition, special editions. He had loads of Betamax tapes that you can't get anymore. So he had like an original Texas Chainsaw Massacre tape still in the plastic that was worth something like two grand. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why, like, a, a lot of the time, he would get a tape, he would tape it onto a blank tape, and then put that tape back in the plastic and put Send it on back. the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> so 
But he used everything double. Yeah, so he, he pretty much <laughs> all the rare stuff, he had double copies of it. And so, like my mate, because he knew that I was well into films, he used to get me all the copies. And, like, these were films like uh, like foreign cinema, like uh, films that had been banned, like everything you could think of, like he had it. And, and he made you the person you are today. Yeah. And so every, <laughs> every every day I was going to school, I'd be like, oh, See, what new films you got? And everything I'm trying to teach my kids against. Yeah. <laughs> but then the thing is, my parents didn't know. But it, I think it's like uh, your mentality as well. So yeah. for me, it was something I was really into. So my ambition was to be a special effects makeup artist and work in the movies. So and if you me, don't notice people, he is actually a qualified makeup artist. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that was my ambition. So me watching all these horror films, I was looking at how the special effects were done and things like that. So it, it wasn't I would watch someone getting cut to pieces and, and then think, go and cut someone up. You looked yeah, at them, how's that made? How they yeah, done it? Exactly. It, there was never anything of like, oh, I want to see how like, you knew it was real. That. Yeah, but it's like you, but, you watch the film as a real film. That's and, why my like, parents also let me it. watch this. I think and things like that because they knew. I knew it wasn't real. Yeah. It's just a movie. But this is yeah. what I said, level of education. If you're yep. with your kids and you're describing this stuff to them, you know, it's all the, it's all the mums and dads that just don't care. Like, yeah, go and watch that. Go and play a shooting game. Lock the door. Go and do whatever. I Get out of my sight sort of thing. That's the problem. Hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, you've got to have a certain amount of censorship with your kids, but you've got yeah. to know your kids enough to know how much to censor. Well, do you Some... think it's wrong, me letting them play an 18 game? I don't know an 18, but letting them play in a shooting game, like... Because like, it's not, I don't think it's that gory and bloody if in you're, if you're Wildlands. Not, yeah, if you're not there with them, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't let my kids play GTA alone, no, I, to put it that way. I would never let but, them play GTA ever, full stop, because that yeah. is bad morals. <laughs> yeah, you could play GTA in, a, in an empty server and, and play it normally. And yeah. The thing with uh, Wildlands is, though, it's, it's like... There's not really much gory. The people just drop down and like. So I've told my kids that they've, they've, I've got a game here and it's like army, but they, they all fire nerf guns and that. Because all the kids are into nerf guns, and they honestly believe that they're firing nerf guns. They don't think they're hurting people. They don't think there's any violence in this game. They just think it's a game of tag with like nerf guns. Yeah, it's like watching an action movie. It's yeah. like sometimes they they have to put an 18 rating on it because of the content, but it doesn't mean that like children can't watch it because a lot of the time you could take your child to an 18 movie if they're accompanied by an yeah, adult true. can you yeah yeah true i didn't know yeah, you can do that with all of them i think yeah i didn't know so, that so it's it, they, they're putting a rating so that kid can't walk in there on their own but if you the parent are giving them permission yeah. then that's that's up to you are you sure that's real yeah yeah so if I went to the cinema with my five-year-old kid for an 18, I could walk in there with him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if, it, if he's five-year-old. I don't know if you can take it to any movie, you know. Yeah, yeah. Be like it's not over 18. Yeah, I think it's there an might be some, movie. some part where the, the, the guy will say, are you really sure you want to see this movie with your five-year-old? Because <laughs> I went to watch Terminator 2 when I was probably about like 10 years old. And like I watched it like with my brother and my dad. We went to the cinema. Yeah, but that's a bit it. more dubbed down and a bit like, yeah, fair enough. Go on, mate, you can go in. But yeah, like, no, but talking about... That's, that's just the rules. Obviously, if they had some like hardcore explicit like sex scenes and stuff like that, it might be a bit different. But then you as a parent, would you really want to take your six-year-old to see that in the first yeah. place? 
that's but true. Watching something like um, like Terminator, where it's it's kind of like a comic book action kind of movie, you'd think, well, it like that that's not too bad. And it's still a rating, you know. It's not like yeah. it's prohibited under eighteen. It's just a rating. Mm. We recommend. Yeah. I How did we even get onto this? I have no idea. <laughs> How did we get onto films and if we're bad parents? This is going to be six hour long podcast. Four yeah. hours, I think we're at now. Yeah, because aren't we meant to be talking about cross platform? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got from cross from bloody PCs to consoles to cinema. Yeah. And makeup. <laughs> yeah. Cross platform would be nice if everything would work very smooth. See, I would yeah. be down for it. Yeah, same here. It's I, I would like to see cross-platform because then it just brings everyone together. Yeah. And like I was saying to you guys before, I've got a nephew like with an Xbox and he would love to play games with me. We can't because he doesn't have a PC and his parents aren't going to buy him one. So We know some people which are probably like, I don't know, 36. Shouldn't them trying to put their PC together is an absolute nightmare, you know. So, mm. I get what you're saying with that sense. You know, if you gave someone a console, they could plug it in, and they only go in one hole. There's no messing around. It works. Yeah. yeah. But I think for me personally, I've gone too deep into PC world to be able to come back to a console. You know, there's too much in my PC, too much involvement with what I do on there to be able to go to a console and be satisfied. Because I'm not the type of person that just goes and sits on the sofa and plays a computer game. If you know what I mean. Whereas Jance, you will. You'll go, yeah. I'm feeling late from work, I can't even do anything, I'm just going to play a game for half an hour. But I'm yeah. not that person, so it's more preference, you know? Yeah. But you can also still do that with a PC, you know? I don't get that people think that a PC is so much stranger than a console, because you just plug a, an Xbox controller in, you download Borderless, uh, what is it, the Borderless gaming app, and you can just use your controller, you... That thing is the most annoying thing ever yeah, I've seen. Really? Get rid of that big yeah. picture crap. I hate that. That what? That what? It's called big, uh, Steam not big, big Picture. You've never used Steam Big ah, Picture? Oh, no, no, I never use that. Oh, man. Well, I use this, click uh... on the screen and it bubbles up. Like, get off. Yeah. Exit now. Delete it. I mean it... Controller Companion. That's the app I mean. Oh, okay. That you can use your, use your USB controller, uh, your Xbox controller as a mouse. So why don't you just use Big Picture? Have you never Why used Big I? Picture? I'm not blind. Dude, try no, Big it's, Picture. It's, it's it turns your controller into like an Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So your Steam is like an Xbox menu. Oh, okay. So you, you, use your, yeah, yeah, yes. you, you use your controller to uh, go through the menus. Okay. But with this app, you can also do it with, with websites and everything. You just make it into a mouse. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, but you're getting this wrong. With yours, I understand what you're doing. It turns your controller into a mouse. Yeah. yeah? Big Picture turns your PC into a console in the Yeah, place. it's like a media center from Windows. It yeah, so all your games and, yeah. are big icons and you just you yeah. can select left and right and you can select with the controller and you don't have no mouse control whatsoever. But yeah, I'm sitting half a meter from it, so... But yeah, if you like Xbox and that, it does do that. But personally, for me, I, I just like my PC because a lot of the time I'll be looking at one thing, I'll be getting Google up on that screen, I'll be having music playing on that screen. And... Yeah, but sometimes I hear people say like, ah, I, I don't want to buy a PC because I, I just like to play my games chill from the couch. And yeah, then I say, people, why don't you just fair. buy a PC and just hook up a controller? You can play from your couch. You don't need to be sitting behind the desk. Yeah, with but it doesn't ever work out like that, does it? I've got a 4K top-end TV downstairs, but I don't play on it because I've got nowhere to rest my bloody keyboard. 
But I, I think as well, it's like I get what people... That's because you... Because it's like I've got a PlayStation and I've got a PC. My PC's at my desk. And if if I just came in from work and I thought, oh, I just want to play a game for five minutes, I pick up a controller, press a button, it starts up in like two seconds and I'm in the game I'm playing. But it's like I'm in the comfort of like sitting on a sofa and like I've got my cup of tea with me and things like that. But I think when it's like PC, it's like you you got you turn the PC on, it probably start up in a couple of seconds, but then it's going into Steam, it's starting the game, there might be an update, it's this, that and the other. I think it's just a little bit mm. more straightforward with a console. And I always said as well that for me, a console was more of a a group thing. It's you get your mates around and you kind of play like football. You get four of you, got four controllers, and you're playing uh, Pro Evolution or FIFA four player, and it's just fun. It's uh, it doesn't matter that the frame rate is low or yeah. the resolution isn't that great. It's more the fun of you all playing together. But yeah, when I play on my own. I always play on my PC because my PC is better than my PlayStation. The only time I would play the PlayStation is if there was a game on it that I couldn't get on the PC. Yeah, that is true. We've been doing this podcast, people, now for about three and a half, four hours. need to go to bed. It's It's now two o'clock in the morning, so yes, we do need to go to bed, people. We've had a long, deep conversation, and I've got to be honest, I've really enjoyed it more so than normal, I think, because of all the questions, so... If any of you do want to get in on Facebook, get in there and just write what you think. You know, even if you're talking about just doing a build or something, get in there and uh, yeah, we're more than happy to talk about anything really. Yeah, it's, it's nice to some. I, I do like the way sometimes we go off track and we start talking about random things, like you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I like the questions because it feels like we are interacting with the listeners, even though they're yeah. not on here live with us. Yeah, Tim, did you before you became part of the podcast and you were a listener? Did yeah. you listen to the podcast where we started talking about going shopping? Uh, where you were starting talking about what? Sorry? Going shopping. There was one where we were talking about going to Aldi's and then we started getting on somehow of what yeah. shopping we get for yeah. cheap prices <laughs> and stuff. Indeed, indeed. Oh, yeah, what did you I, think of that? Well, it's cool to listen, you know. It's, <laughs> yeah. I always listen to you guys in the car, you know, so yeah, that's well funny. I had one guy say that he listens to Jansen in bed. He says it always sends <laughs> him to sleep. How funny. I bet there's loads of people. Send Jansen off to some some test center where you can test if you have amnesia. Uh, not amnesia, but where you can't sleep. <laughs> yeah. And he will tell you a story, and if you can can stay awake, then <laughs> then you really have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, insomnia. <laughs> insomnia. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think that brings us to the end of the podcast, people. Just send your questions in, like we said before, extremepcuk at gmail dot com. You can do it through Twitter and Instagram, and we found the best ones Facebook because everybody seems to continue talking on Facebook, which is great. Remember, our Discord, everybody, if you've got Discord, add yourself to Extreme PC UK server. I'll put you into a relevant group to where you are, if you're a listener or a streamer or whatever. And, uh, yeah, we want to get enough people on Discord so we can get it really big and get some stuff out of it, really. So we'll try that. Yeah, apart from that, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope the show weren't uh, too long and dragged out and arguing. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next month. Send your questions in and feel free to get into some games. Give us a follow on, on Twitch because that'll help us out. And uh, you can also, if you want to get involved with the crew, just go on Twitch. You can talk to us by text on there, get to know us a bit, and then come on and chat to us. And that's a way a lot of people get introduced to getting to us. Like you, Tim, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
So, uh, yeah, and that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next month. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Extreme.